<laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Just the way you said it was hilarious. Just less lethal. <laughs> it's like you knew. Like, I've seen it. I've... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh shit! The nerves, the nerves. That was the first shit. time I think that caught all four of us fucking completely off guard all together. Oh my god! It was kind of scary. Oh, <laughs> that might get moved to the beginning. Holy I don't shit. know. I might just. I hope you enjoy the music. Just to make sure we can just leave it in if we want to. Oh god. Situation normal. All, all fouled up. This is Snafu. All right. Welcome to another episode of Snafu. Yes. 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 Uh, It's been a very long hiatus. So far, uh, since the last break, we've, we've seen a company. <laughs> we've had a company sell a quarter of its stock. I don't <laughs> that know just happened today. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> we could have recorded last week, and that would have happened, right? Uh, yeah, they've announced. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, is it episode eighty-four? We're going to talk about right. uh, some stuff. Hobby. Cuatro de ocho. World mm. open war. Some recon rumble and snafu stuff. Uh, armored trains of all things because I like armored trains. Ooh, ooh. Versus I had a like, random tesk, a, a tech, text asking where those were located and I remembered off the top of my head so I was pretty happy. I'm like, hey, we haven't talked about that in a while. Sure, let's talk about it again. We'll talk fun. about things. Uh, I'm sure we'll tangent to Fair Pit because we've been a little while. Uh, it's summer in Minnesota is a beautiful thing. Uh, so we all have been doing things. Yeah, going there's places. Like, there's literally like two months out of the year we can be outside and not freeze our nuts <laughs> off so we're outside doing stuff. Gosh, today was a gorgeous day. It yes, was, it was. It was 85 degrees and sunny We're all and breezy. Out there nuts attached. It's a little windy. Yeah. I was wearing pants today, or shorts oh. today. Yeah. I grew up in a windy country. I love windy. <laughs> I, You know, the, the, the wind keeps the bugs away, so I'm all that, on board. That too. So, uh, was anyway. Jeff, was that a windy country or a windy county? Yes. It could be considered its own country a little bit, maybe. Feels like it. It's, One of the Dakotas, yeah, I suppose. You drive in there, and you're like, whoa, where am I? Yeah. Basically. Anyway, <laughs> I like the Dakotas. <laughs> They're pretty. I like visiting the Dakotas. Right there, you go. That's that's mm-hmm. key. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like someone else's kid. They you, you, you drive like playing them but to get not. somewhere. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Or see, there's a couple things to there's see there. Tons yeah. of stuff to see. It's just uh, Wind Cave, Mount Rushmore, oh, world's only corn palace, man. Badlands. Mm. Yeah, the only. There's a reason for that. Yeah, there's a reason. <laughs> It's just like a giant fire hazard waiting nothing, to happen. Nothing is more fun than explaining that to somebody like in another country what the hell that is. Well, um, a couple of years ago, we went through the Dakota on the way to Yellowstone. And my daughters, I, I was with two of them at the time, um, we were road tripping, just kind of a fun, it's like a great American road trip, I guess. Yep. And and so they start kind of seeing, I, actually I think when we got to South Dakota, we stopped at a rest stop and they picked up a bunch of flyers and stuff because oh, that's... Yeah. A fun thing, thing to do, to do on do. a road trip. Yeah, for sure. And they, they noticed that we were going by Mitchell, South Dakota, and the Corn Pot, and they're like, this sounds amazing. And I'm like, 
I didn't really say anything because <laughs> I knew what it was. Uh, would you guys, you want to go? Yeah, let's go. And they were so disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm imagining you explaining it to foreigners and then them driving there. And, and like, what? Why did I come the, here? This is really what he actually said. We thought there's no way it could be that. Yeah, but it is. Oh, it but, is. But it is. You can look up pictures on the internet, I'm sure, but it's not, you know, the pictures probably don't do it just, justice. No, no, nothing Nothing does justice to the fact until you're standing in front of it and you're like, oh, okay. That's a, that's <laughs> yeah, a thing. That's it? Yeah. Yeah, that is a thing. It's a thing. It is okay. the Root Squad. Yeah. All right. Well, tangent before we even started this episode. but uh, welcome, welcome back, guys. Yeah, good, welcome. good to hear you again. Apologies for the delay, but we will make an effort. Yeah. I mean, you know, if it snows outside, we'll be all we'll wearing be sweaters and talking. Yeah. yeah, we'll be doing two episodes a month in the, the frigid <laughs> the frigid times. More more cold times. Yeah. Probably more things going on. You know, just not as many tournaments. I guess there was a couple semi-local tournaments. Uh, kind of. Kind of. try and find some of those. It, it turns out that all the ones that are local are the ones I'm running. And that doesn't yeah, I know. It doesn't work very well. <laughs> it's tough to play in those. Well, really I was is. thinking, like, Nebraska, which is still really not that local. but No. It's, mm, I'd like I to mean, find something that's less than two hours would be ideal. Well, that, that's a narrow that's, band. Yeah, in two hours still feels local. Two two hours doesn't get you to, to the Dakotas. It'll get you to Duluth. Just yeah. about, yeah. So there's not I don't know if there's like a flourishing scene in Duluth. We might have to go towards like Chicago, which is like a six hour drive or five hour drive. Depending, depending on, on how you drive. Yeah. Depending, depending on the driver, yeah. yeah. And if you stop at stop signs or not. Right. Yeah, yes, exactly. right. Exactly. Through through like suburban neighborhoods. No well less. now Minnesota passed that stupid law that you what you can roll stop signs now. Only if you're on well, a bike. On a bicycle. On a bike, okay. Uh, that's different. <laughs> That's some good snafu information there. Yeah, right there. In Minnesota, you can roll roll through stop signs now. If you're on a bike. If you're only on a bike. Bicycle, not motorbike. Correct. Right. No motor. Well, is that true? I mean, electric bikes now? Do they? I don't know where those are. I'm going to be honest with you. I have not read the statute. I can't answer that question. Yeah, I I don't really. I'm I'm sure that it's probably not been completely answered, to be honest. That's not the the big statute that's recently passed. (laughs) (laughs) Right here, uh, that's dude. a different. That's a different. Yeah, it's a different podcast for a different day. Sometime in April, maybe. Sure thing, bro. We'll have to, we'll have to see how auto break weekend goes. What transpires? So, oh my god, it's either going to be a shit show or going to be hilarious. Yes, uh, probably a bit of both, or both, a little both, or all of. Isn't the, that all what they people. all are? Also true. It could get more interesting. That's for sure. Um, anyway, well, I mean, uh, you think Operation Snafu, all the hot places, you could probably set up a hot box or something. Oh Jesus, I think we'll pass on that. Uh, just, just call just, me Skip. Just think of the yeah. Just think of the uh, the kid that runs by and steals that. Yeah, like, <laughs> dragging it down the hallway. Right, I forgot about that last year. <laughs> all of a sudden, everyone's just moving. All right, uh, let's let's get back. Let's get death. into the episode. Yeah. This oh, has been fun oh, catching yeah. up. It was an episode. I forgot about I that. forgot, yeah. You guys just like hearing our voices regardless of what we're oh, talking shit. about. Oh, shit, you did push record, didn't you? Look at that. Oh, yeah, I did. Oh, yeah, well ago. Did. Well yeah. ago. Yes, we've been talking about stuff. No escaping it now. Nope. Things. It's in. We're we're going. All right, we're going to start with hobby talk. Uh, Dale, you're first on the agenda. All right. Um, bolt action hobby specifically, um, I've started working on um, a possible option for World Open War Tournament. Mm-hmm. So I've I've put in a couple of orders that have delivered and I've begun to assemble some miniatures. 
and um, because of how busy I've become, I'm seriously considering paying someone to paint commission to paint. Yeah, to uh, commissioning, set, setting this up for a commission work. So I mean, there's not a paint score at that tournament, correct? It's no. all battle scores. Yeah, so, like, I, I, no I, there's probably a, a paint. There's probably a paint award, and obviously, if I commissioned it out, then right. I, I wouldn't but put my army uh, up for that, but it doesn't so. take you out of consideration for like the awards. It's just a separate award for painting. Like someone yeah, is recognized for having a cool army. But if you get Alistair nah. to do it, he could win two awards then for painting, right? No, nah, I, I guess so. But I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to think about it. Anyways, it's one of those contemplated things. Like I, I, I am sure there are people that have won painting awards with commissioned armies. Actually, I know there have been. Yeah, I don't yeah, think you're one of those people that would say that. That's I, yeah, yeah, that's not for me. I mean, oh. I mean, I, I have won uh, paint awards in the past for armies I have painted. Yes, you have. Um, and you know, but I wouldn't. You know, it's it's like, yeah. I, I, anyways, I, for me, if I did, I wouldn't allow it to win an award for painting because I didn't paint it. So right. uh, on the other side of that, I have won a commissioned painted army before. <laughs> I have two. Yeah, yeah. Actually, now that I think about both it, both won them. Yeah. Uh, so regardless, I mean, it's either you're going to get this stuff painted in time and play with it, or right, or that maybe doesn't happen, and you risk running into a situation where you don't have the army to play with, or you just hire someone to do it. Right, and I don't know. I'll, I'll probably think about it for another week or so. We'll see what happens. I'm just. I'm just so busy with all of the all of the work at the house. I mean, yep. mm-hmm. starting next month, um, I'm going to be working on, on basically drain tiling the whole basement. So, oh my that's, gosh, yeah. by yourself? Um, uh, my brother's oh, coming in to help me. So, um, aye, aye, aye. Oof, yeah. So that's... we'll be we'll be cutting the we'll be cutting the the pad and and jackhammering it all up and everything. And I'm thinking about roughing in a basement downstairs or um, a bathroom downstairs. And moving and moving the laundry and all this other stuff. So, oh god, that um, sounds. It's awful. yeah. So that's probably going to take up quite a bit of my time. Like and, all your time. Yeah. So and and that's in addition to all the other stuff that we have people coming through the house that I'm managing and all the rest of it. So, um, I really feel like if I don't have to think about finding time to paint the army or the units that I'm looking on on messing around with, that might actually free up some stress. But we'll see. Yeah. Yep. So get that not to not to put any crunch on you here, Dale, but lists are We're three months out too. Uh, lists are due in two months. September 9th is the submission date for lists. Yeah. Yeah, how's this? Yeah, so um mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll probably have to decide quickly, won't I? Yeah, I mean you probably got a week, but do you do you have quotes from people on commissioning? No, I just started thinking about it this weekend because I'm looking at the at the miniatures and and this whole. They I mean, I spent time. most of the weekend. They like will you want said, time for sure. Outside and not even here at, oh. at the house, so it's yep. it's like, yeah. In any event, but you know that's all that's all kind of it. But and you know when painting my army, that's usually when I start running through how I'm going to use everything and setting things up favorably and making sure which units are supporting which and going through that whole mental exercise. And I'll be missing that. Yeah, I'll be missing that if I don't actually paint it. But, I mean, yeah, I'm just going to have to decide what I'm going to do, whether I'm going to go in the direction with these new units that that I'm thinking about or if I'm just going to fall back on stuff I already have painted. But we'll see. But that's just that's just the uh, the bolt action related hobby stuff. So, right, on. yeah, cool. Jeff, what have you been working on? 
let's see. Most of my army, I've got so much, is done, which is nice. Uh, so I picked up two of those display boxes from Father Son Gaming. The ones Pat had, I, li- I really liked those, so I put two of those together. Oh, like the magnetic things? Yes. Absolutely okay. love them. Absolutely love them. One of the best things Once I've they're up. together. You know, it wasn't as bad. I was concerned when you uh, when you said it was really hard, and I was like, oh, God. I, I'm, I can't was. remember this. What are we talking about again? Uh, the Army transport box. Yeah. The magnetic. So the, so, like, they're, they're an MDF uh, box that you put, like, uh, a magnetic sheet in the bottom, and then you pick up the Litco magnets for the bottom of your bases, and so, like, your guys are held in there really well. Sure. Uh, I don't know. It's fantastic. I painted mine up to look nice. <laughs> uh, I, didn't have, I didn't have too much trouble. So I do a lot of MDF, though, like uh, buildings and such, so I've got a pretty good system for putting together MDF stuff. So the the difficulty I had with them is uh, the lid was the worst just because it's so very small, mm-hmm. and just trying to make sure I use I have these large usually I do MDF I have these large rubber bands that I get the building sides together and then mm-hmm. put that down to hold them. Yep. And I had trouble walking that down to the base to hold it in the base and it kept collapsing at the top and folding them in. Oh yeah, yeah I can see that. So I uh... I don't like leaving things to just. Oh, I position it at the right angle. It must be fine. I'm not. <laughs> if you know me, that obviously I don't let things be yep. look correct. So yep. They have well, to be set correct. I can see that if you were trying to rubber band that, because that would be very difficult to walk that down on that. I uh, I did not. Uh, I trusted the uh, the fit and the glue, and it uh, it worked perfect for me. So, okay. Nice. So yeah, so got those done up. Um, I'm trying to jerry rig my own magnetic system to hold them together just slightly. Uh, that's not going as well as I'd like, but it's going. <laughs> I mean, they they advertise the stacking together. Oh, and they, they do, and they do. They stack together just fine. I yep. am putting. I want to put some magnets in there just for a little extra security. Mm-hmm. Um, right. You know, just to hold them in there tighter. Uh, it's not necessary, but. You know, when does that ever stop me from doing something? So sure, and I had more of a, a home to local transport, not a not an in flight transport. Yeah, 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 yeah. These this is not something I would take as a carry on specifically. I would still use my one of my other cases that has more padding. <laughs> sure, but yeah. but from going from home to like the game store, oh yeah, this would be way easier to. And when you're playing games, I think mid-tournament, I think this system would be better because it's just a lot easier to pull your dudes off a magnetic board than it is even out of the individual foam trays. Yeah, it is, right. isn't it? It's, yeah. so, once they're in the foam, it's, you can't get it back in the foam. It's a pain right. in the butt. Right, and, so, and some of the stuff with foam is that rifles are so damn spindly, sometimes they'll catch yep. on the edge of that foam and break, and it just, oh, that frustrates me. <laughs> or or metal and it rubs paint off. Or metal and it rubs paint off, yeah. Yep. That makes yep. me pissed. Yeah, I yeah, it's uh. <laughs> right. So yeah. so that's going great. So that's really cool. I really like those. Um, you know, I'm I'm gonna I'll throw out a pitch for them because you know I can do that if I want to. They're I'll awesome. The last one in the episode. No, right. I, yeah, I it, it looks like you could just use like a compression strap around the outside of it. To hold I think it you together. absolutely could. Just a little yep. one of those you know tie down trailer ones, but a yep. much smaller version of it. Yep. Or if you're uh, at least in the states, if you buy asparagus, these are those nice big blue rubber bands. They just about perfect. Yeah, just yep. about perfect. Totally. So, so yeah, so that's that's one of the main things. And since I don't have to worry about the army, and then uh, gaming out the any additional boards I'm going to add for Snafu, I've started putting a, putting one or two of those together and deciding what's going to get painted, what's actually going to 
realistically make a table this for snafu and what isn't so um, pouring through that still <laughs> the good news is, is I think I've got everything I own all the parts or have printed all the parts it's just assembling and painting now nice so, yeah it'll be fun cool well Pat what are you working on well now that I've finally gotten my summer trip behind me because that was all consuming for a very long time <laughs> yeah I know that feeling uh, I went from zero hobby to about 120 miles an hour hobby. Nice, it's fun. Almost, almost literally. So I was riding. Uh, I was riding up with. Uh, yeah, you guys know Jason Nelson. He's been in the club a few times. Yeah. Yep. Uh, extraordinary painter. Hell of a great guy. Good friend of mine for a couple few decades longer than I care to admit. <laughs> but yeah, probably longer than he cares to admit. Thankfully, he's older than me. And we were we were riding the car up, and he's talked about this goofy slap chop method. If you guys have heard of this, I have heard of it. Yeah, for painting your models. Yep, for painting your models. Not it, not a different podcast. It's kind of a trend. It's a trendy uh, technique right year, now. Yeah, last year it's been kind of it's it's kind of like a a not to say well, I guess a dummy down version of the uh, what's the one where you spray from the forty five zenith, zenithal zenithal yeah. So you, you, you basically you prime your model black, and yep. then you do... Dry brush gray, dry brush super white. super dry brush gray everywhere, and then the highlights, you dry brush white. Yeah, this is basically the premise I've been using forever. Right. Uh, okay. I'm, not, I'm not saying you weren't a trendsetter. There's no, no I wasn't a trendsetter. There were other people doing what I was doing long ago, but this okay. is essentially the same okay. thing without... Which, this actually probably is a little easier because you don't have to have the airbrush if you don't want to. How do you, sure. add, the, how do you add the color, then? So, what the slap chop is mostly, as far as the videos I've seen, are focused on using the speed paints that are out there. Sure, okay. Yep. Whether Army Painter or that other GW, WG initials, carry them, whatever. And just just call it contrast paint. Come on. Contrast paint, sure. It's fine. It's okay to yeah, sell their shit. Yeah, we, the contrast paints are incredible. No, no, we got to pay them a royalty if we say contrast paint. <laughs> yeah, I seriously don't case? think that they, no, I don't think that's the case, guys. I'm they, sure they're not listening to us. That's for damn no, sure. Man, no, <laughs> no one's they listening are, to us. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe if we say 40K enough times, they might. No, 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 in, no, no, no. It's like bloody Stand in front of a mirror. Do don't say do 40K three times and don't see who it. shows up. Careful, guys. We're already at two. <laughs> don't bring it down. We need an alpha strike on us. The juggers show up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh God. <laughs> it's even worse. <laughs> no. No. They're good. Anyway, so I... Um, so we, we literally we have a five hour drive up and a five hour drive back, and I mean it's a Could very have painted the whole army in that time. Well, other than driving. Oh yeah, you were driving. All right, so fine. we're able we're able to talk about it and go through it. And he's actually playing Legion. I would say, I'd throw the air quotes out there. He's playing Legion, right? So had his work, and he's he's administrator of a, a, a care facility, and they have there's like four guys that play Legion there, and so they have a basement set up. Where games are there, and they usually have about twenty minutes a day that they can play a turn or two. <laughs> oh, cool! I so mean, over like the last year, they've gotten a game and a half in. It's <laughs> <laughs> like you remember where they are. More games of Legion than I've gotten in, right? right? <laughs> Which you know what? If I had a place that I could just set up a game and come play a turn or two over lunch, that would be freaking spectacular, man. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so we're talking a lot about this painting and this slap chop and the speed painting thing, and um, I, you go back. A dozen or so episodes, and I tried contrast paints. No, actually, probably two years ago, I think, when I went to Bug Eater with my Marines, that was all contrast painted. And it was okay. I wasn't really sold on it. didn't really care for it. But I'm like, if Jason's talking about it and says it's pretty good, 
I value his opinion as a painter because he is phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, he's he's in the realm of, of Rick Dale type stuff, and then some. He's probably better. Yeah. I mean, when he really goes at it. Right. When he really goes at it. He's, just, he's got a creativity level that is just like, I would have never thought about he's, that. He's also a great mod- modeler, too. Oh, yeah. He's got two resin printers, and he runs all the modeling software, and he does a crap ton of stuff. He's currently painting off a, a scale ATAT for his Legion stuff. Good Lord. Right? Oh, there's some good-looking stuff. I'm just looking at like some uh, examples of Slap Chop, and it's, it's, yeah, it's everything you'd hoped it would be. It's cool. So I did a couple t- – so fortunately, when you order from Warlord now – if you get the right guys or if you order the right things, I don't know what it is, but sometimes they send you these sprues of models that you can do your paint sampling with, which is really nice. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, I didn't count in them. I wasn't going to use them. But I'm like, hey, look, I can put them together and I can test out my paint ideas I'm going to try to do with this army. So I did two of them, and I had I had some contrast paints that I had used prior to, which are kind of some very vanilla stuff. So I tried the slap chop on them, and now when I'm working on my eighth army, which are supposed to, I want them to be really bright and sun bleached. I'm gonna say right out, this technique does not freaking work. Okay. Yeah. It 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 leaves them. I mean, no matter how much you want to, and I started with, um, so I did the black, and I did. Instead of going gray, I did one with a uh, Zentradi dust dry brush, and I did one with a skeleton bone dry brush, brush which is Army Painter and um, Games Workshop. Mm-hmm. Right. Just because I didn't want it to be gray, I wanted at least a step up from gray. Mm-hmm. And then did the next step of highlights with just straight white. And it was still, when I put the paints on there, the lightest I could find in contrast, the lightest colors I could find, everything was still so super dark. I'm like... Okay, if I ever get back to models that I'm not going to have run around the desert, this might be a great idea. Mm, okay. Just because the model is just the, with the with the black primer, it just pulls everything down so seriously dark. Mm-hmm. So then I went to okay, what do they recommend for just straight contrast paints for just not you know go away from the slap chop? That's good. That was nice. That was a good experiment. Not working for the project I have now, but definitely could work for something down the line. I definitely recommend you guys try it. Dale, it might actually work pretty good for you. It was really quick. Like, I did two models in less than a half hour. Okay. I Yeah, I mean... From prime to complete, less than a half hour. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a shot, so... I mean, other than the vehicles, which I'll use my airbrush for anyway, so that'll be mm-hmm. fine. Well, yeah, it, yeah, contrast paints and vehicles is not what you want. Large, flat surfaces were not meant for contrast paints. No. Correct. So I did pick up an entire set, uh, the Mega 2.0 Army Painter Speed Paint set. Uh, Miniature Market had for something something. I got it from somewhere else that waited an extra five days to get it for like 130 bucks or something like that. Okay. It wasn't too bad. Nice. So 55 paints. It has all the low tones, blue tones, green tones, and down it has very, very little gray and yellow tones, which of course is what I was looking for for my... Oh. Eighth Army yeah, project, sure. right? So I had to pick up about four paints to get that higher end of the tones I was looking for. But now that I've actually done, I've done uh, ones just prime white, and I've done primes in Trady Dust and prime in um, Skeleton Bone, and I like the results I'm seeing from Skeleton Bone. Okay, it's looking really good, really sharp, um, almost perfect to what the English uniform is for a normal setting. 
if I then shaded it down one more step, then I think if I highlight it back up one more step, it'll get exactly what I'm looking for. So. Cool. Sounds like you're a lot closer than I am, nice. So that's <laughs> what I'm working on. I think once I get the recipe down, it's going to be like, boom, here's 40 guys. <laughs> In like a weekend or something. Well, let me let me know if you have some free time. <laughs> <laughs> so, in addition to that, uh, looking at Operation Staff Who stuff, um, by the way, if no one has heard, uh, tickets went on sale back in June, I guess. Uh, yeah, JB, who runs Renegade Open, all of a sudden just like, hey, Pat, hey, tickets opening up, give me a blurb. I'm like, uh, 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 um, Staff Who stuff, here you go. So they're out. We'll talk about that a little later in the episode here. So I've been working on another board. Um, this will be, I forget, this is my second, this is my second desert board. I do have another third desert board in the queue, but I've ordered another game mat, which according to the supplier said it showed up today. Uh Um, (laughs) I I have not seen it today and usually those end up following up the next day if it it got, if Mm -hmm. it was shipped to a supplier, AKA they dropped it off at the local post office and they'll put it in their own delivery. It's usually what ends up happening. So I should have a new game mat for that. I have a lot of trains set up. Um, I I went Battlefield in the Box. You guys have done this before? Mm-hmm. Uh, this Seen it. goes back to a couple years ago. And here's the thing with Battlefield in the Box. When they have something that's out that's interesting, they usually only have a six-month run of that stuff. And so I collected a crap ton of it at that time, not knowing what I was going to use it for. just knew it looked cool. And knowing that they kind of do this batch and they move on to other stuff other than their normal staples like rivers, ponds, hills, whatever. When they do specific things. Even some of those disappear. And they do. Like, which was driving me crazy. I'm like, why can't you find a why? Like, there's no why. Or, like, I don't know what it is. You know, like, a fork in the river. Sometimes why. No. (laughs) Then more like a fork in the river. Right? There's definitely, like, pieces that they were making and now they don't make. And it's like, that's frustrating. Mm, Yeah. But whatever. Anyway, keep going. Yeah, Sorry. So, so no, when they when they do runs, they six months. I mean, if, and I've heard this from several different sources. I'm like, okay, this is interesting. Bought a bunch of stuff, so it's been sitting in my basement for basically two years, and now I'm laying it out. Got a new mat coming for it, and it's all the same color. And I'm like, okay, now we'll put some roads. Let's put some. Some. I'm kind of framing it out, and hopefully by next episode that one will be done. And yeah, so. Went from zero hobby to, oh my god, here we go, hairs on fire, running fast. <laughs> nice. For real. I wish I had a drive with Jason to get me pumped again. Oh my god, if we ever go back to do our hobby hero stuff, we should definitely have him on. He would sure. so yeah. have is a lot he, of stuff. I mean, is he still being in. pretty, uh, like I know that at a point I think his eyes were bothering him to the point where he couldn't paint. Did that change? Uh, he doesn't wear glasses anymore, I'll just say that. Okay. Little, little laser beam, okay. little, little, little little lens replacement. Yeah, yeah, nice. that'll work. Gotta get yeah, he's commenting how weird it is. He can just go pick up anybody's sunglasses and put them on. He's like, "Hey, cool, <laughs> this is neat." Get that night vision upgrade. Yeah, right. right? Or the the uh, what is it called? The Omnivision. Omnivision. You heard of that? Yeah. The where you get I one eye. So you oh. get you get LASIK, but you get LASIK yeah. on one eye, short sighted, one eye, near sighted, or uh, far sighted. You know what I mean? Far sighted, near sighted. Whatever the hell they are, but so you can basically. So if you're get nearsighted, the, you can't read. If you're farsighted, you can read really right, well. Right, but if you have one eye in each, what ends up happening is you get the best of both worlds. Yeah. So funky. your brain it tricks your brain into doing something funky. Uh, I have a 
designer friend that got it done and he's like he swears by it i <laughs> i feel like i would go dizzy and like not be able to drive a car anymore but yeah that sounds um, like bullshit to me <laughs> but i mean I, i'm old honestly and that fun fact in the last month i had my eyes checked and uh, i have a myopathy in my right eye even though i have 20 20 in both eyes so myopathy basically means that my muscles don't catch up to where my eyes think they're supposed to be looking. Sure. My brain has been ignoring my right eye for about a year and a half. Damn. Hmm. Otherwise, I'd be seeing double vision everywhere. So. Oh, gosh. Did it, did it fill your eyes with that double vision? It did not. No. Oh, damn. <laughs> but the corrective lenses, I can now see depth again, which is kind of really fun. Oh, wild. That's, that's important to be able to see depth. Yeah, so I had... Kind of so, important. So I have twenty twenty in both eyes, except for my left eye has astigmatism and my right eye has a myopathy. So the vision's fine, just the eyes are fucked up. So literally the corrective lenses, I can see perfectly again as long as I wear them. Nice. So. Interesting. And I might have to revisit with my, my eye doctor because he mentioned something like that for me, and I kind of scoffed. But, but Rick, if your friend is like, yeah, it works, then I might, I might have to go back. So The brain does really weird things, man. Yeah, right. It oh, does. Yeah. It's, I don't know if I would, I mean, I would do lots of research before I did that. And I would obviously talk to my sure. yeah. doctor about it, but for you someone also, that go ahead, Pat, sorry. You, you could also start with just, uh, just getting, uh, doing like one eye, yeah. one eye, no, just getting a contact for the oh, one there you eye. Go. Yeah, that would work too. That would do it. Cause my mom for the longest time did that. She just had a contact for the, you know, the far seeing and the other, the other eye just picked up the close reading and that was the brain just said, Oh, here we go. Yeah. Done, done. Yeah, I mean, it's for people that stare at computer screens all day, it's really helpful, um, right? That be able to want to be able to see things from far away, too. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. His his rationale was sound. I, you know, I don't know. Maybe it is horse crap, but he was a pretty straight shooter, so. Okay. He is a straight shooter. But. Yeah, I finally got everything set up right now um, at work and then here in my home office. I'm about four to five feet away from my monitors, and it's Damn. just when it's just when I've got my laptop open directly in front of me that I need my reading glasses again. Okay. And so, and when I get back to to painting my army, I've got I've got those really high magnetized glasses and stuff like that. But I've been in front of a computer for thirty years, so my eyes are just shot. But yeah, we'll have to see. But I'm I'm kind of encouraged by that. I, I wouldn't mind, you know. I, I guess I don't mind the reading glasses, but you know, it'd be nice not to have to deal with them. Yep. Good. Always be better. All right. Um, I guess it's my turn. Uh, I've been doing what's called playing outside and having fun with mm-hmm. my children. So uh, I've not been doing a lot of hobbying, so to speak. Uh, ner- other nerdy shit got in the way. Let's just put it that way. Nothing wrong with that. A little Lord of the Rings action. Some of that stuff. Anyway, not not a lot of hobbying getting done. So you're saying you're dressing your kids up as hobbits and you're wearing the Gandalf costume. <laughs> totally. Nice. <laughs> if, if my wife didn't already have plans for uh, for Halloween, that would be hilarious. Um, Rick, oh, yeah. you're, you strike me more as a Radagast than a Gandalf. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, probably more, a little more ragged. No, yeah, no. I'm not really into the proposition that just passed either, but... <laughs> I mean, I'm fine with it. I don't care what people do with themselves. I just, I've, I've been there, done that. Don't need to do it anymore. Well, there are a couple of folks in my neighborhood that where they haven't been waiting around. So, yeah. Well, uh, I went to someone's cabin 
they asked me to pick some up on the way up because they <laughs> forgot. Holy crap. The the not not the not the actual drugs, but the drinks. They were they like to drink the THC drinks. Okay. Which are fine, whatever. I bought two six packs. Do you want to guess how much money that was? Oh, like I had no idea. Seventy dollars. Oh, wow, really? I blew. It just about blew my mind. All of the breweries are in the game now. Indeed's on it. Surly's got their own. Everyone's in on this game already, and it's yeah. So ten percent tax from Hennepin County is making bank already. Well, I that's mean, that's nuts. I guess that's that's why the government plugs into that. So oh, I mean, yeah, that's part of it. So right. yeah. tax revenue. Yep. Tax revenue, less crime, less people in prisons, whatever. All those things are great. It, not to get on the conversation of it, just something that <laughs> something just blew me away when I did it. Uh, I I drank one and I will not do it again. It was not my favorite feeling in the world. I was not happy. Was not at home. Anyway, uh, so no hobby. That was my hobby. Was that was your hobby? Okay. Well. Apparently, just going to cabins and buying illegal drugs because they're not legal here yet i don't think give it time well like a little less than a month right yeah anyway um let's talk about some fun stuff this is one of my favorite ones but i never use them because i feel like they're too slow uh let's talk (laughs) about soviets with body armor i like these a lot actually they're so scary it's a craze it's it's, it's it's heavy in the European meta, so fad. We'll is it a to, fad? Yeah. Oh no, I yeah. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, it's of course a fad or a craze. It's good. Well, Soviet no. Soviet Gurkhas is fad, what they are. Fad implies that it'll pass. Craze means it's it's probably going to hang around. No, they're the they're the Beatles craze. of bolt action. Every fad starts out as a craze, right? So it's not what we're talking about first. <laughs> what? It's not what we're talking about. I first. did. I we said did. Soviet oh, okay. body right, armor. Okay. Talking about dudes with body armor. The, the wicked are they engineers? Yeah, no, uh, so they can't engineers, engineers and yep. tank riders are the yeah, only tank riders could be engineers. Yeah, yeah, tank riders. <laughs> if there's other ones in other books, I I haven't looked that deep, just because I, I think those are the two that most primarily show up. I, as far as the main book selection, that those are the only two that I have saw right. that have them. As tank riders can tank riders have SMGs? Yeah, up the nope. gills. So can engineers. <laughs> But they can also have a flamethrower. Seven can have SMGs. Yeah. Oh wait, so tank riders. Uh, anyone up to six. Okay. Can have SMGs. Yeah. yeah, but your your tank rider squads are typically uh, can be larger than your engineer squads. Correct. So, I think so that's true. Yeah. Tank riders are five to eleven. It looks like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bigger. Yeah. Not not veteran though. Uh, regular. Yes. Yeah. Correct. So you got a regular squad or a veteran squad. Veteran, veteran. squad smaller. Sorry, oh, they can be veteran, too. They, yeah, they can be veteran. Okay. And your engineer, well, they always used to be veteran. Are they still all veteran, or did we see some regular engineers, engineers. pop out at some point recently? Engineers is, is for, for the uh, Soviets, I believe, can only... I feel like they're only, right. only veteran. Okay. okay. Veteran. All right. Yep, yep, veteran, 5 to 11. But they get the flamethrower because, <clears throat> yeah, and everyone runs them five with body armor in the Bren carrier because, yeah, why wouldn't you? Because it's because it's more reliable than putting them on top of a tank. Mm, because Bren carriers are undercosted. <clears throat> are they? They're like they're like what sixty five points? Sixty points, seventy points with the extra LMG because you would do right. that, okay. or seventy points and you can upgrade the anti tank to an anti tank. Yeah, yep, it's pretty good. Both are good. So good. For, 
Yeah, so okay. considering an M3, M5 half-track is like 90 points. So. Yeah. I mean, the only downside is five guys. guys. Yeah, can carry five more guys. guys. Whoopsie, flippin' new. <laughs> <laughs> when they have body armor, nobody gives a crap. So transport yeah. capacity is an overrated statistic in this game. Uh, I I disagree sometimes, but it's a, it's an I think it's an it's an overcosted. Yes, that's what I mean. Yeah, there you there. go. That's a better way of saying it. Yeah. So um, the actual yeah. rules for the body armor, of course, is in a gray box. Yeah, it's not a real rule. It's not yeah. a real rule. It's a side side rule. So in case you want to know, um, so what happens is at, it costs. In the the cost is in the unit entry, and it's always. That I've seen always five points per guy, mm-hmm. so it's pretty spendy. pricey. Yeah, spendy. Uh, small arms and HE suffer minus one modifier to damage. Someone wearing body armor, so that means the regular tank riders are being wounded on a five. Veterans are being wounded on a six. And HE is one point less effective, which is the same as saying they're wounded on a five or a six. But it's just a weird way of writing it. Definitely. Uh, although troops wearing body armor. Uh, even if you give them a run, they still only move six inches. The one thing to point out here is that heavy weapons go right through it. Right. Yeah, anything with an AP goes through it. An AP. And yes, not, an, not an HE, though, correct? Correct, because it's small arms and HE suffer the minus one to win right. them. Right. If it's if it's if there's a you template, at them. it's minus one, and rifles are at minus one. Well, I mean small arms. It's just the uh, direct tank rounds and. HMGs and things like that. Which, so your yeah. HMGs, your auto cannons with AP rounds, your your anti tank AP rounds uh, will destroy these guys. Um, and also in the FAQ, it does specify that if they're body armor inside a building or behind a gun shield, it doesn't stack. They they get the quote unquote keyword extra protection automatically. <laughs> right, which is what being in a building does against small arms fire. So. Yeah, yeah right. or being behind a gun shield does. Yep. So, so if you're going to take out engineers, you, you better be firing AP rounds, whether it be auto cannon, HMG, which Americans have plenty access to HMGs. Not a lot of other countries do. And wasting your your mortars obviously only fire HE. Uh, your uh, there's some anti-tanks that like the Zis 3 and the British 25 pounder that have the versatile mm-hmm. that can fire the the penetration or the HE. Well, I mean, you still fire the HE. You're just at minus one instead of minus two. Your anti-tank guns all of a sudden become really good body armor killers done it with their plus two pen. You mean anti-tank rifles is what you're talking about. Anti-tank rifle, yeah, thank you. Shoot them in the face with the bazooka. It's great. The bazooka would be the next one, yes. Because that doesn't have an HE template, it's just a straight just pen modifier. Positively want to say screw you to somebody. Um. A, fl- a flamethrower <laughs> would, would be pretty solid. Yep. Flamethrower would also be another one that's a heavy a heavy weapon that's just a straight plus three AP. It's it's not an AT weapon. Depen- so. Depending how many your opponent has, for me, honestly, I just shoot them and just put pins on them. You know? Yeah, if they're right in the tank, you're going to shoot them right away because well, yeah, they're not going to be able to move. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get them, get them on the ground so they're not riding anything. Yeah. Yep, make them move at you very slow, and then just put pins on them. You put three pins on them, then it's really a dodgy proposition to, you know, try to actually do something rather than rally. And you can, yep. I mean, you can still hit them. They're just hard as hell to kill. And that that uh, protection does actually go into close combat as well. 
Yeah. yeah. It also does go into if their transport gets blown up. Yeah. So, I mean, if you've got veterans in body armor with a flamethrower and you blow up their transport, you still get D6 hits. They're moving, they're going down, and then you still get sixes to, to get the veterans, fives to get the regulars if they're tank riders. Yeah. It's expensive, but I Five think points a it's, model. it's good. It is really good. Don't get me wrong. Moves them from yeah. 13 to 18 points per model. Uh, at a veteran. Yeah, veteran level. At a veteran, yep. Yeah. Has, anyone, has anyone mathed out? how they do in hand-to-hand versus Gurkhas? <laughs> well, Monty and I have a <laughs> have a couple of examples. Uh, rolling boxcars was very helpful. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, I, I think it was my eight Gurkhas charged the transport with his body armor Soviets on it, and I got boxcars, and he fluffed the roll. And, well, I mean, it was eight to, eight to five. Because yeah, they're not fanatic, right? Uh, no, no, it yeah. does not make And, and they fanatic. don't have the option fanatic, I guess is what I should say. Right. No. Uh, Stalingrad has an option for fanatics, but it's not tank riders or engineers that I recall. Okay. There is a couple unit entries in Stalingrad that you can make fanatic, but it's not them, okay. and they don't have the body armor. Yeah, those guys are fantastic. Don't get me wrong. I'm just, you know, mitigating. <laughs> right, yeah. And, and so far, the, the body armor hasn't been handed off to the, the Japanese yet. So. Oh, Lord. No, they'll gi- they won't give it to the Japanese. They'll give it to the Gurkhas first. They'll find a way. Right. Well, of course. Well, that, the paratrooper Gurkhas from uh, the Maori paratrooper Gurkhas. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's probably in the new so far just the Soviets. Somewhere. I'm sure that's in the Tough Gut book somewhere. <laughs> Haven't read it yet. Nope. It'll be here soon enough, along with my bear. I'm excited to see the bear. I did just hit that pre-order on that one, so... Better than uh, better than that dog. Oh, yeah, that cracked out Doberman. The, the cracked out Doberman with the teeth oh. all going the wrong way. Yeah, the, their track record for animals is probably one for two. <laughs> well, their farm animals are pretty good. <laughs> yeah, she's true. The farm yeah, the animals. Farm animals are great. It's just like it might have been an acquisition from another company. I think I think the guy that created the Doberman maybe doesn't like dogs and like that's like the nightmare Doberman. I think you're right. I mean, I think that's yeah, a possibility. Just, it's like, this is the Doberman I see in my nightmares. It's the Were Doberman. The Were Doberman, yeah. Oof. <laughs> yeah, don't need that. No, but the bear looks amazing. I'm ex- I'm excited to see this miniature. I can't decide if I'm going to pre-order this book or not, though. Kind of. Uh, I'm. It's in my it's in my cart. I haven't checked out. If you want me to put one in for you, so we can save some shipping, let me know. Yeah, actually, that might be a way to get it. Yeah. Hit a quantity two and we'll be good. Yeah, hit a, quant- two- hit a quantity two and I'll. I'll, I'll do you get I'll two copies of the miniature? I would hope. God, so I do. I would think so. If they don't. They're going to get I, a strongly I mean, worded email. <laughs> and they should probably throw in a sprue of uh, painting test samples I can use. I mean, I'd like that. Nothing they might. Right. They might be listening. <laughs> someone else might be, but someone else might be listening. Uh, yeah, if if that's the case, hopefully they'll give you both models. They should, because it usually come, it says comes with. Yep. Right. And I would think if I got quantity two, I'd get quantity two of both. Yep. One would think. Well, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But yeah, put, put me quantity two. I'll hit you up for it whenever. All right. Sounds good. Cool. So, yeah. Uh, Soviet body armor, that's the thing. It's scary. It's super scary. Because I feel like we don't. Sixes to wound is awful. I'm a fan. I feel like we don't see it here as much in the States. Well, that's because in the States, everyone likes to. Go with guard squads with SMGs to the freaking teeth. Yeah, they dump truckloads of SMG shots. Also, scary. Thanks, Jesse. 
do all of them, or is it just Jesse? I feel like Jesse is our player he's not, that does he's that. He's not the only one. I know no. he's not the only one. I've definitely seen some variants of Soviet List, but that's one of the variants I've seen. I've seen that variant. I've seen the, well, because Ian runs the Mongolian, or the whoever, Calvary. The horse the guys. The horse yeah. guys. We were really Cossacks, I guess, when he's doing I don't know who they are, but they're good. And uh, he did the he had that list with a bunch of horse dudes and, like, three of the Amphlement throwers. Didn't go good for him, but... He did not like those, though. Yeah. No, he ended up not... Well, I... It's a different style of play with the Amphlement, so... Yes, it is. And I dismantled that list when we played at Bug Eater, so... But... Yeah, that's, I mean... That's a few years ago now, too. That's right. Everything years. feels like a few, few years ago. Yeah. By the way, uh, I'm, tangent, I'm, I'm voting right now. We coined that three-year or so period the COVID hole. <laughs> just a hole in everybody's hobby time. It just disappeared. Just, it's just, just whatever you thought, you did something that was pre-COVID, just add three years yeah, to whatever. It's the, how it's long the COVID you're... hole. Right, yeah. It's like a black hole, but it's a COVID hole. Well, it's sure. just, I think it was just last year. No, you mean four years ago. Yeah, I mean four I years mean four ago. four years ago. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Yep. I was definitely thinking about that the other day, just how long ago. Like, I used to brew, brew beer regularly and... Uh, St. Patrick's Day 2020 was the was the was basically the line of where the pandemic was called by the world the the who who the World Health Organization no the who yeah, not the, the band yeah yes Pete Townsend was up there telling everyone COVID's over guys it's okay <laughs> you can come out and rock I mean that would be the most badass way to announce the end of a pandemic wouldn't it? right that would be hilarious they have like a farm aid for uh, sign, COVID relief sign, but it's just sign me, but it's over sign me up for that shit <laughs> now it's just endemic it's, it's just Willie Nelson <laughs> getting everyone to legalize weed it's... Well, he doesn't do it anymore though <laughs> no he did you're right he boycotted it didn't he yeah he's done health I mean, issues and whatnot. Apparently long-term smoking for 80 years isn't great. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> I've been told. Yeah, spoiler alert, uh, tobacco or anything else you smoke is still smoke you're inhaling. It's bad for you. I'm pretty sure that at this point the plants are growing inside him. <laughs> he is the weed. He, he is, is the, the weed. weed. He hit level 20 as a druid. He just like wild shit. Became a plant, yeah. 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 yeah, just his touch gets you high. I, I mean, I wouldn't actually be surprised if that were true. Yeah. The wild shit just me too. Yeah, I agree. Right. I was just thinking, like the oils on his skin, they're probably he's been around the psychedelic. Yeah, he is the block. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I love Willie Nelson. Anyway, uh, great things. <laughs> yeah, right. Moving on. Yeah, tangent. Tangent number I'm two. About my favorite a. thing right now. What's your favorite thing? Uh, oh, 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 trains, armored trains. Oh, I thought we were still talking about body armor. So, but. Well, okay, snakes, we, we, snakes on a train. I mean, is there any finished body armor? Or do we said anything else? It's, I, I don't. I mean, it's yeah. awesome. Hey, uh, hey, Pat, you're a TO most of the time. Oh, God. You TO more than I TO, which is like, I don't TO. Um, <laughs> what would be your okay. ruling about somebody? Because we usually say things have to be relatively WYSIWYG. Do people need to have the body armor miniatures if they want to play body armor Soviets? I think this is why we don't see them very often, honestly. I, I, agree. I would say yes. Okay, so there is a specific kit that has body armor engineers, mm-hmm. which... Sure. Yep. That, that's what they are. They have them. Whatever. Um, what I have gone with in the past is I've said my main concern for what you see is what you get, which is the WYSIWYG, mm-hmm. is that the weapons are correct. Okay. And it could be, you know, you could you could paint a little thicker across their torso or whatever, and it, it could be assumed that the body armor is beneath their their uniform. 
just make sure that you are clear to your opponent which units have that. Mm-hmm. But my personal opinion for, and I've even I've even told someone outright, he's like, oh yeah, these guys are supposed to have salt guns, but they don't. Is that okay? And I'm like, no, no, it's not. I, I the whiskey, the what you see is what you get has to apply to the weapons. The Panzerfaust don't use tokens to say there's a Panzerfaust in there. Don't you, if you if you wanted to go ahead and have models that have Panzerfaust. And then once they're fired, replace them. That's perfect. If you don't have the model to replace them, then you better put something down so both you and your opponent know that's there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the body armor doesn't apply to weapons, and I'm, I'm a big advocate of just the weapons have to be correct. Okay. That's me for my tournaments I run. Someone else might say, no, you got to have the right fucking models, dude. Go away. So, And that's the thing, too, and that's totally up to the TO to say that. So that's my two cents on it. Someone might agree differently or disagree differently. I, I, I say that. I think one of the other reasons why we don't see them is we don't honestly see that many armored transports, regardless of whether or not they're cost efficient at Bren carriers. You know, I don't think. I don't know. Tank riders are are hilarious when they come on the table and you shoot them off at the edge of the board, and then they, they try and run those guys the whole <laughs> game. They're just trying to move somewhere. Well, the, that last tournament. Um, my army, um, all my tank riders had body armor. So yep. did that work? Um, I wasn't able to get to the tournament. I had something oh, come up, right. and he, so he didn't play. That's right. Yeah, that's I, right. I, I couldn't make it. It's something I had to. I don't even remember what it was, but I wasn't able to go. So um, uh, your roof fell down your garage. That's right. Minor things, you know. Yeah. So um, and so it's like, um, it, so in, in that instance, I, I think I was like, I was talking to, I was talking to Pat. I'm like, well. Do I need to get body armor on these guys? And he's like, "No, not really." Um, but in order to make it obvious, every everything I was taking had had body armor. So it, it's, yeah, that all was your troops yeah. Had body armor. So makes, there wasn't yeah, there wasn't going to be a distinction between what did and what didn't have it. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I was going to roll out that T twenty eight and everything. It's so much fun. <laughs> Anyways. The pro- the problem is is okay so like you buy the ar- assault engineer squad they're all SM- SMGs except for the one guy's running a MMG it looks like mm-hmm. and then there's thrower. and then there's one dude that's got Panzerfaust like he's gonna give uh, airplane signals to a taxiing plane oh you look at the models in, he, online oh uh, the warlord one yeah okay. I, all right. like <laughs> he looks like he's ready to wave someone in to their uh, to their boarding gate. Uh, I don't know. How uncomfortable would that be? Some like you see, you look out the window of the plane that just landed, and someone's got Panzerfaust using them to wave (laughs) the the plane in. It's like, uh, where's the emergency exit here again? What's that slide do? Uh, um, (laughs) Better yet, if he's wearing body armor and a helmet, too. uh, You know, I'm not okay with this. You'd probably be the only one that knows what the (laughs) hell they are. They just look like giant juggling pins to everyone else. (laughs) Yeah, probably. Yeah. Oh, Why is look, he a clown? Got the circus in town. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. Not the same. Not that the circus is bad. No, it's not. Whatever. Yeah. With SMG and Panzerfaust, but he has two Panzerfausts. It's not plural. Anyway, uh, that might be part of the reason why you don't see him so often. Is they're kind of not the best models. They yeah. Could use an update. Some of the dudes got the melty face going on. Maybe it's just the paint job, but it looks like melty face. I don't know. There's probably alternative models out there. I'm sure there are. Anyway. Maybe. 
I can't think of any, but yeah, probably. I was just trying to find some. I couldn't find any. The first um, try was it uh, Warzone Atlantic? Is that the one? They do not have any armor okay, they stuff. They just did another big release on something else I saw earlier today. War Games Atlantic. The Partisans recently and something else, and just now they something did some Soviets. Yeah, I Soviets. Think. Yeah. The world ablaze. Well, that sounds like World War Two. That is World War Two. Definitely is World War Two. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Side note: the other thing that like pumped my, my hobby mojo up is I, I watched Band of Brothers again, nice. the whole series. Oh, so good. And now I'm on to Pacific, which is like not as good. <laughs> it's still wow. Good. It's yeah. it's not as good. It is not. There's way more boobs, but way less. I mean, you know, way less like uh, actual military regiment the, and conflict and yeah, stuff. The stuff they were going through was pretty intense. But then they like there was like three episodes to them going home. Right. Yeah. It's like oh okay well they get which time is better off. than I don't know it's, yeah the, it's weird for me to say because it's more of a drama than a historic doc. Docu-drama? Docu-drama. 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 Right, yeah. Yeah. Documentary. It's just a lot more drama on the Pacific yeah. side. Yeah. And that could have been. I don't know. I wasn't there. Well, yeah. Some intense fighting, though, too, with some I mean, crazy stuff. But it, it certainly has. It certainly catches the horrific parts of the Pacific War, but it uh, also wanders off into, like, <clears throat> other parts. Like, yeah. Well, I'm going to push through just because we want to both series. It's good series. It doesn't yeah. hurt to. It's still. It's still a great series. It is. I almost. It, it, honestly, almost, it's, it's on the background while I'm painting, so it's yeah. just. Yeah, it's beautiful anyway. I. Uh, yeah. I would. I mean, this is maybe one for our listeners. If there's a few of you out there, what do you guys feel is a good uh, historical show about the Pacific Theater? Because I'd. Oof. I'd love to listen to watch one or whatever, but there's probably like none. Well, so like like show or movie show like, or movie, movie too like, more movies yeah. is included okay yeah show or movie Thin Red I Line would, is the only other one that. I can think of and I'm like yeah Thin Red Line or that one with the 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 guy going up and down the one cliff whatever that one uh, was Heartbreak Ridge Heartbreak Ridge no yeah. no 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 sorry sorry that's uh, what is that one? you're talking about the Hacksaw Ridge Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. Heartbreak Ridge is one of the with uh, with Eastwood yeah sorry <laughs> yeah that's back that's back Eastern yeah that was a great movie too but also focused on very one thing yeah mm. I just I can't think of a good Pacific like you gotta go back to the old black and whites that were made close to the war and even those are kinda dodgy like Sands of Iwo Jima is a little dodgy old John Wayne is a little dodgy for historical <laughs> I mean anything. I watched I watched yeah. uh, uh, When Trumpets Fade and I'm like okay that's a, that was a thing I understand that was a thing and like but wow was that not an engaging movie at all yes. but okay that was a thing I tried to watch it one three times before I finally forced myself to sit through it Oh, it played in the background while I did painting. Yeah, you're smarter. You're smarter than me. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't figure out who Timothy. El- I couldn't figure out Timothy Elephant's character until the very end. Yeah. I'm like, oh, he's got the wrong glasses. Okay, yep, that's him. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah. If anyone has suggestions, you know, pop, send us a message. Pop on our Discord. We'd, I'd love to have something to watch that I think is good, and I've kind of struggled with that. So. Yeah, apologies. I think our Facebook page has almost been permanently banned by most of us. And if anyone tries to send anything to the Snafu uh, podcast 2017 email, I only check those around uh, tournament submissions. So, his in Discord is a better way to get a hold of us. Yeah, please jump on our Discord because we actually pay attention to that. Oh. And it's a good community. It, There's lots of people in there. 
There is. Uh, and I think uh, well, probably after this one posts, I'll go ahead and drudge back over to the Facebook and, and post another link just in case I've been updated lately. Even I think the last one should have been like an infinite unexpiring update. Yeah. <laughs> so. So I, that was a lot of more side tension than yeah, I thought we tangent, were. <laughs> tangent it all over that one. We did. As always. Ooh, baby. You want to talk about armored trains now from Poland? Sure. Maybe. Are they only from Poland? Can you can you start us why this topic came up, Pat? Okay, so this topic came up because all of a sudden, out of the blue, uh, uh, John Russell sent me tes- a text. He's like, hey, armored trains, where the hell are they? I'm like, aren't you the Borlard guy for North America? No, never mind. I mean, uh, I think they're in Germany strikes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, he's the sales guy. He's the sales guy, right? He did, <laughs> How many times he, he probably I, doesn't have them memorized nearly as much as I do. I don't know how no. many times the sales guy where I work don't know anything about really what they're selling. So, I and, and John knows a lot about what he's selling. I mean, so. Can you imagine trying to keep track of all the bolt action, Judge Dread, Blood Red Skies, Cruel Sea? Oh my God. 2000 AD. 2000 the AD. number of times I get a sales engineer ask me a question about a, specif- a specification on a product is like every day. Yeah. So, so John's more on top of it than most salespeople I know. Uh, better right. than I am. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, Germany strikes right there. He's like, perfect, thanks. I'm like, God, been a long time. Germany strikes. Wow, that's a that's a deep dive. Yeah, that's an old one. So who's looking to play trains in bolt action? Again, I think I've said this 15, 20, 25 episodes ago. If the damn things were allowed in a generic reinforced platoon, I would play a Polish armored train every goddamn tournament I went to. <laughs> Oh god, that sounds scary! Like well, you, you get have to, to put bring your track tracks. Down. Yeah, well, I got, <laughs> that's fine. I got a three D printer. I'll lay tracks. That's... I mean, Italy gets to lay down defensive fortifications. Yeah, I mean, right. why not? There's precedent just... for modifying the battlefield already. Yeah, you just get to put like a twenty four inch section of track sure. on the table. You, you do have to have track that's suitable for all terrain boards, though. So if it's a beach. Something... Well, or a river, <laughs> then you better have a bridge and all the rest of it. So, <laughs> you got all of a sudden you got a bunch of hobby, hobby, uh, hobby train stuff, uh, which <laughs> actually is incredibly fitting for what just happened today. So, Dewey Cat at Warrior Gaming 3D has a, has a lot of great stuff. He does. That, it does. Way. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, so, in Germany Strikes, you do have the Polish Armored Train Platoon. Mm-hmm. Which consists of a Polish armored train platoon is a one command slash assault wagon, an armored engine, and an infantry section, plus a zero one lieutenant captain or major, a zero one medic, uh, zero one for observer, zero one command slash assault wagon, zero four infantry section, zero two Polish gun, zero two Polish TKS tankette railway. Carriages or zero one Polish light tank railway carriages. Mm-hmm. So you've got all the options there. So again, this is version one, and the way this stuff is laid out is fucking horrible. Yep, it is nightmarish. And so I only run from the Kendall version from back in those days. Even though fifty percent off was like a week and a half ago, I I, I couldn't bring myself to buy this PDF. Nope. Uh, I have the Kindle version. That's fine. And and all the links and the jump to don't really work, no. which is great. So you have to go back to like uh, 
um, new snare rules before you can find armored trains and what the actual armored train rules are. So their movement is, uh, here's a big surprise, they have to move on a rail. <laughs> I'm, I'm shocked. They can move they can move the same speed as wheel vehicle, but there's no reverse. Each direction is always forward. Interesting. Should almost be like compulsory move. Well, you can stop a train. It just takes several Two turns. Miles. I mean, there's yeah. a whole advertising campaign that's hard to stop a train, so I don't know right? about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, for purposes of movement, we need to find a new unit type unit train. It consists of a number of wagons, quote-unquote, that are attached to each other at the beginning and shall remain attached throughout. Uh, trains may only move along in undamaged rail lines. Any rail wagons moving onto a broken line is considered destroyed, i.e. derailed. Yep. Is what they call that in the States, which is absolutely way more than I care to admit. Yep. <coughs> trains move at the same speed as wheeled vehicles, but there is no reverse. Each direction is only forward. Wagons with the unpowered special rule cannot move unless they are part of a train that includes at least one functional, functional, functional. powered wagon, a.k.a. locomotive. Train movement is complex, so the above rules is a simplification. <laughs> <laughs> train, steam trains can move rather fast, but would not do so in a combat zone for fear of derailment if the front wagon is hit, a mine, or a section of damaged track. Heavy gun weapons would be normally stationary while firing. And they have a nice pretty picture that the Kindle version does like to zoom in on, but it looks a lot like the stuff Dewey Cat posted in his page. It should so look almost funny. exactly like Dewey Cat stuff, because that's what he based it off. Yep, I, pretty much. I have one of those printed, by the way. It occasionally appears at Operation Snafu. Um, I have at least four of those printed in several different various stages of painted, but that's fine. Oh. Those are things. Uh... Quote unquote wagons. Armored trains consist of a number of wagons hitched together. The possibilities are the armored engine. Da da da. 15 points. Nice. Easy order dice, right? Uh, no weapons. It's a soft skin. Can tow or push other rag- rail wagons. You can increase the armor to 7 points. For thir- increase the armor to 7 for 35 points. And from 7 to 8 for another 20. So 35 points, you get an armor 8 uh, rail. Um, I would be remiss if they didn't mention Sarissa does not also produce one of these two. Mm-hmm. Uh, special rules, they are armored all around, so it doesn't matter what side you hit them on, because well, obviously they can't move, so you can't get to their flank because they don't have one. And then there's a flat car. This used to transport other equipment. They're only 10 points. They're soft skin. You can do up to 12 men on a flat car. Poor bastards. <laughs> yeah, or an armored car. <laughs> I don't know. I'd rather yeah. ride than walk. Well, I uh, there is that. Until you get shot at. Well, well, I don't think is there a train rider rule? Uh, no, just tank rider. Right, so, so they wouldn't they wouldn't fall off. Yeah, yeah there's, there's no train rider body there's armor. No, so. no armor though. Yeah, no. Uh, then they have the improvised armor wagon. It's civilian railways. Uh, it's a forty points. It's only regular, and damage value is 7 plus, so at least it's armored. You can put 12 men in there, and you can add uh, up to two Pintel MMGs uh, for each arc at 15 points each. Uh, it can have top armor, so it removes the open topped for 10 points. That's nice. Mm-hmm. 
the special rules are is the open top, which of course you can remove, and then there are there will be loopholes for similar for a passenger firing out of their personal weapons. <laughs> Half may fire each side, measuring. Okay, so basically you're counting as a building. They have staged this kind of thing and they've baked it into rules too. Anytime you have a building, this one only has two halves, so you can like split, and you can decide how many windows based on the model that only two people can fire out of a window. Mm -hmm. So, but it does tell us that the it, it's it's if you do armor it, it's armor all around. So that's fine. Uh, inadequate armor, improvised armor made of poor quality steel, concrete, or other things. Add an extra plus one die when rolling for damage results on vehicle damage. Eh, well. Uh, it doesn't say this, but I presume that would mean you would take the higher of the two, but it doesn't say that. It could, you could take both. So you could get double immobilized and then it's gone. Yeah, Wait. it's not specific about that. Does it say roll an extra die or add... Oh. Add oh, sorry, it says add plus one to the die result. Okay, so yeah. it's shifting up the table. There yeah. you go. Thank you. Then they have the command slash assault wagon. It's a light armor vehicle used to transport command vehicles. Fifty points regular. No other options. No weapons. It's seven plus. Twelve guys can sit in it. You can add up to two pistol mounted MMGs for left and right at fifteen points each. Uh, it's an all-around. Uh, it's a command vehicle. Armor platoon. Mm -hmm. Exciting. Uh, it's also empowered, so obviously somebody has to move it. And then they've got the Polish gun wagon. This is the good one. Yeah. Jeff liked this one. Mm -hmm. So, 255 points regular. Sounds like a tank. Weapons are two light howitzers in turrets. So, 360 on those. Eight, count them, eight MMGs, four on each side. <laughs> yep. One pintle-mounted HMG uh, in an AA-mounting all-around fire. So you got four per side and an HMG that goes 360 plus two sound planes if someone's dumb enough to bring those. <laughs> it's a seven plus... You can swap out the light howitzer for medium howitzers at 40 points each. <laughs> yep. So that bumps you up to 345. Mm -hmm. 335. Uh, it's armored all around again. It also has to be to another train. But that was, that was, that's, I mean, by definition, that's a gun fucking wagon. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got a lot of boom boom. Uh, it's got a wagon and it's got a bunch of guns. Um, 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 by the way, they used the term wagon, which we would use in the States call a train car. Yep. For anyone keeping up with that. And then there's a, a German gun wagon. So the German version of this is a, it's 110. It's a light howitzer in a turret. 360. Light anti-tank anti in a turret. Goes left, right, and front. And two MMGs. 7 plus damage. Uh, they can okay. Then there's a crap ton of weapon swap weapon swap outs they can do. But it comes down to it's it's armored all around. It's it's uh, it does not have the must be tethered rule. No, no, it's unpowered, so it has to be tethered something. So this is a German option only in the Polish selector. But thanks for confusing us. That's great. Yeah, right. That's always very useful. 
So that'd be interesting to like have. Let's play down two tracks and let's go Polish versus German gun <laughs> train, right? Train right. Or one track and you both start on each end. But being that most of the weapons fire left and right, that'd be very dull. So. Yeah, but imagine that train board that we used to see at Buggy to roll this baby onto it. Um. Yeah. That'd be hot. You'd have to special request that one, I'm sure. Yeah, but you know. So multitude of weapon up upgrades that just go ridiculous to ridiculous more ridiculous, more. yeah. Yeah, and then then we get the self-propelled uh, rail. I don't know, wagons. We say train cars in the U.S., but they can call them wagons. That's fine. I don't care if they do. Wagons, wagons west. That's fine. <laughs> the Tatra T eighteen motorized armed weapons. Da, 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 da. It's forty points in experience. You have new options here: fifty regular, sixty veteran. It's got two MGs and a turret, so it fires all around. It's a seven plus armored car. Very exciting. Uh, it was less than entirely successful, so the Polish army kept. Okay, so there's a new one. An upgraded version at 60 experience, 75 regular, 90 veteran. Now we do a hull-mounted MMG. Ooh. So it's a 7-plus tankette, and you can upgrade the the MMG to a light autocannon. Now plus. Now we're getting there. Special rules. D-train. The tankette starts the game on a flat car, but must D-train. It must be driven off the flat car upon successful speed of a run order, provided flat car remains... You know, not killed or moving. And it has recce after that. Yeah, it's a little TKS. Sure. It's a good tank. Yeah, it's good. So, and then they've got the Polish Light Tank Railway Carriage. Uh, it's another one. 32 in experience, 40 regular, 48 veteran. And this is the last entry in there. It didn't tell me what the hell it has. It just, it just, it's a carriage. It Works exactly as a TKS railway carriage above, except that the vehicle is a special flat car and a Renault FT light tank. Yeah. So back to the your access there. No, the uh, France book and the Allies mm-hmm. to figure out what that does. Mm-hmm. Oui, oui. So I mean, you you can't show up at a tournament and play this. No. But you can definitely have like fun. Not not a, fun a regular there. tournament. No, not really. Yeah. But, I mean... Yeah. The real bearcat for <clears throat> playing anything not a scenario is the track issue. Yeah, well... If there was any kind of allowance for laying down tracks in your deployment zone, these things would see a lot of play, I think. Well, I think, like you said, it's like the, there's no allowance for all sudden Italians putting down four bunkers or three bunkers if they roll well. Yep. Yep, but it, they're very fun. If you guys ever get a chance to play, like... Um, just scenario-driven stuff. They're super fun. Super fun to play. I agree with that. Absolutely. So. Very cool. Cool. I mean, it's a thing. It is a thing, and it's in one of the oldest books that they make, so, you know. <laughs> it really is from <laughs> ages it, it, ago. It was, a, it was a thing, and it's actually a real thing. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right, it was a real thing, yeah. There might have been more armored trains at the start of the war than there were Pumas at the end, so. <laughs> That's a hundred percent correct. I'm going to say, fun. Eh, well, at least eighty percent correct, I guess. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, I think we'll talk about our next topic, and then we'll take a break. Yeah. Yeah. 
Cool. All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, Pat's already said this, but Operation Snafu and Recon Rumble tickets are on sale now. Uh, they went on sale like kind of like sneakily on a random day. I don't know why I decided that day. It was why they decided it was that day, but it was that day. Um, if you're a Discord follower, it was already posted there. I think Dale will or someone will post on Facebook to make sure that uh, that we catch all the people. But it sounds like we already got a pretty good following of people. Like we're at least a third full already, right, Pat? Uh, we have at least eleven of the thirty-six signed up for Operation Snafu. We have at least six of the twenty-four for the Recon Rumble. Sweet, nice. That's awesome. So, yeah. Excited to see. Mm-hmm. Like without without much advertising. So if you uh, plan on coming, zero to none. Yeah, but very very limited. Um, you should do it now. Uh, people have already asked, and we've already said it on face, not on Facebook, but just in Discord again. Uh, I think we decided <laughs> the most my 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 most favorite name so far of all of them. Uh, Operation Snafu, all the hot places. <laughs> That's still my favorite name. Love it. Uh, killing it. Uh, so it's so uh, everybody in shorts. In just in November, yeah, no less. Like sometimes there might be snow on the ground. Um, but you probably could wear shorts in the room because it gets kind of toasty anyway. Like all, oh yeah, like all tournament venues get enough people in one room. I'll I'll think steam in their decisions. It gets kind of warm, uh, but it's. So it's Africa and the Pacific, right? Yep. Those are the two hot places we're discussing. Yes. Yep. Like so, it's just uh, you know, if you can find something that fits those seams, more power to you. We're not going to say no if you don't bring those, but yeah, encourage. Well, obviously, obviously, you can you can you can bring your winter bulge if you need to. You can. I often bring bulge my winter army. Bulge <laughs> <laughs> army. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, uh, I can go quick through the composition. I was just trying to scramble here. Uh, so it's, it's twelve fifty again. We're again running the twelve organized limit. You can have more units than that, but if you look at Appendix Two, it talks about what organized limit is, and we've talked about it ad nauseum on this podcast. Listen to like every episode. Yeah, and there are actually a lot of terms that are starting to pick that up too, yeah. which. It's kind of nice. They're changing you know. the numbers, but I'm okay with that. Like, I think it's cool to have variants. Yeah, yeah though, they, but can, it's... they can run 850, 950, 13,000, right. whatever they want to. I don't care. That's fine. No, it's great. I, well, I think what it's cool about it is it, it's kind of it's helping form the lists a little bit better than just being like, oh, good luck, have fun. I think our adjustment to dice in the bag versus total number of units you could possibly have is the, is the, is the genius, Correct. if I can yeah. stroke ourselves here. Sure. Yeah, that's the thing. It, it, it's until Dale asks about keeping people in ambush between them. Well, it's know, not in the bag. It's like just looking at interesting ideas. Well, I, I get that. He's trying. Ideas, he's trying yeah. to poke holes. That's what we. That's what we pay him for. Do we pay him? Dale, I don't think we pay him. No, um, I don't think we pay any of us. But that's fine. Well, really. when I'm painting that army, I'm thinking about how I can use them, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And I'm thinking, well. Yeah. If I leave this guy on ambush, what does that do with the, d- the dice bag count? So that was all. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. fair. <laughs> and that was that was Jeff's fault because he was gushing about leaving all of his machine gun teams in ambush. So I was. Who waited flat? I like it. <laughs> Controversy within the team. Awesome. Uh, dun, dun. So, so we're still we still of course have chaplains, intelligence officers because we. Those have been we, a carryover. We build that into the narrative. And again, this is, Operation Snafu is a narrative event. It's a narrative event. It's not 
bring your dirtiest shit and try and kill everybody. It's it's have fun, do weird stuff, and build a teammate, a, a team competitive event with everybody, and work towards that goal. That's what it's for, you know. If you do that, if you're deeply competitive and want to make the cardest list possible and bring it, I'll make sure you end up on whatever version of Partisans I have that year. <laughs> or, play, or or play Recon Rumble, which is which is just a pure competitive, yeah, smaller scale well, but more competitive, yeah. like or more tuned list maybe. Yeah, yep. everyone can come, everyone can play, but Absolutely. we are, it is a narrative event. So, and we like Pat said, it's constructed in such a way to encourage you to bring stuff that you maybe might not typically bring, you know, so. And the list building, as much as last year, is further dividing the two events. You know, if you want to be there for, I want to play competitive, that's the Recon Rumble. The smaller stature, different rules that you're going to find anywhere else, even though a lot of communities are starting to adapt that. And, hey, that's great. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. I just think it's a great way to really bring in what armored transports really should be in the game and what they're currently not being allowed to. Yep. So it, it really builds that up, and the scenarios, uh, the scenarios. Uh, let's see, we are in beginning of July. The scenarios will be released for Recon Rumble by the end of August. So before my child goes back to school, Recon Rumble scenarios will be released. I am working on them currently. They are not going to be the same as last year. I'm not going to say they're not going to be the same as they weren't the previous year, but I'm just saying those might have some influence on what they are. We got some playtesting lined up for the next couple of weeks here. Some clubmates, and I've got some testing lined up for some. <laughs> they are. Is that a thing? Yeah. No, it's still a thing. So um, they're open for after Snafu, Recon Rumble, and of course the the ever infamous draws players who don't even know about bolt action <laughs> armored assault will be back because there's year. already three people signed up for it, Rick. Oh, for real? Uh, <laughs> yes, there are. Like non like, non bolt action players. Uh, two non bolt action players. Oh my one, god! One one just signed up across the board because I don't think he understood. He's, I didn't recognize his name. Oh, we'll just but make sure we. Perfect. So if you sign up, if you sign up for Recon Rumble and you sign up for Snafu, you are automatically eligible for Assault. Yes. Uh, there's no way they can do that in the ticketing thing. Yeah, I know. So I'm just telling you, just don't sign up for that. Right, you can you're that. already you're already got it. Yeah, if you sign up for both, don't pay for to the be extra. Totally honest, if you just show up, you can play. Usually that's the case because <laughs> usually it's just it's it's a great time. It's a blast. It's Last time we was fun. recording during it, but yeah, yeah. Um, you can also this uh, time chill out and watch we'll be recording during yeah, it. Yeah, you can chill out and watch us record an episode too. It's uh, always fun. Two to or see three the times, I'm sure. <laughs> that's that's. Did we do that? We didn't do that this last time, did we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Remember, that's when you had all the, uh, when I made you the root beer floats with bourbon cream. Oh, I remember recording, and I remember the <laughs> you remember fucking drinks. twice. I don't remember recording twice. We didn't. Last, last year was the first time we ever didn't have to Right, because we bought the new equipment yep. that does, diff- yeah, it, it's like foolproof, like drunk proof. Like it's it's Rick proof. How does that sound? Pre- previous year wasn't me, it was Pat. Yeah. I played Pat the year before. It's still my fault. But usually in that episode, I repeat myself, so it, it, it's almost like we're recording twice. At least for me, it is. Yeah. Well, and, and the jokes get worse the second time. Oh I remember God, that yeah. too. Like, oh, this is landing so flat. It's so boring compared to what it was the first time. I always and felt speaking bad. Speaking of landing flat. Oh. 
What is landing flat? No, I think maybe we should take a break. Oh, that's, that's right. <laughs> Jesus. Damn. Wow. It's coming in with some fire. Um, yeah, I mean, we can. Is there anything else we want to talk about with this before we take a break? Uh, Sign up. Sorry, so what is it? Uh, so I don't know. So it's Renegade Open. Sign them up. I don't. They don't have hotels open yet. The same space we were last year. I think this is our yeah. last year there. It's the last we know for sure. That we know for sure. They might re-sign a lease, but this is their last year in the agreement. It's, it's of course the last. It's, it's of course the weekend before Thanksgiving. Um, Which is always it tough. Is, yeah, uh, November eighteenth and nineteenth is a Saturday and Sunday. So seventeenth is Recon Rumble. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's fun every fucking year. It's a it's lot of fun. Damn fun. Yeah, it's always fun. I mean this this is this is our. Our flagship event? Is that the right way to say sure. that? It is what it is, right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, it's our namesake event, at least. Uh, well, go sign up. It'll be a blast. Mandatory fun. I feel like I feel like you kept the prices the same as last year, Pat, as best you could. I feel like we've kind of hit a sweet spot as far as like value. Our prices stayed the same. The tournament prices, I don't know what they did. I, I think they did. I think they were still there, and there's okay. still more than I would like, but. It's still if you sign just, up for the, all the things, it's still a pretty good value. Quite honestly, I won't. I won't know until um, after September if we're confirmed with the, the same Toys for Tots things. If we are, I am hundred and ten percent full bore in the prize support because that brings up so much more, and I got to make sure that's the case. Yeah. So. Yeah. But okay. if it's just tournament things and hey tournament stuff, then it's like I don't. I mean, feels a little I, less yeah, yeah I, I leave with the same stuff you guys got so <laughs> why should you get more than i did unless I, you're actually doing something to help people i don't think right? that they're gonna i don't think they're gonna deviate from their no thing. jamie wouldn't do yeah, that i feel like the no. toys for tots thing is pretty important to everyone mm-hmm. there and they've definitely seen how the impact it has so like i'm there's no way you can't see it when you see that much stuff and that much money raised for the cause so well given the imagine. fact that that uh the renegade open guys sorry jamie has asked me specifically how can we do this better that you guys to match what you guys do says that we're going to drive towards the same goal and we're going to help right. them do the rest of it too well we should start so. talking to them about that then now versus well, a month before get higher quality players coming to your tournament well yeah, yeah. yikes <laughs> i mean it, it, that's that's 90 percent. that's 90 percent. Um, i mean not to diminish what Pat does and, and all of the sponsors and the prize support that they offer. But the guys that come to the tournament and play at Operation Snafu are always fucking amazing. And this is just representative right. of that. So, Well, we look at the guy last year, uh, Hunter Atkins, yeah. who came out of freaking Tennessee, went to a local target and spent 200 and some freaking dollars on squirt guns for shit that... Nerf, nerf, guns, nerf, right? guns, nerf, yeah. Guns. nerf guns, yeah. Nerf guns. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Non-lethal guns. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I, I want to. Everything's lethal if you try hard enough. Is that the saying? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to break on that. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, sign up for Snafu if you haven't. It's a blast. All right. Uh, that, we're not gonna blast, but. See, I didn't need to say that. 
<laughs> well, that was way too funny for one uh. of those. Uh, anyway, <laughs> we'll be right back. Hope you enjoy the music. <laughs> Hope you enjoy the music. It's <laughs> bedtime for everyone already. Uh, uh, yeah. Sorry, guys. That's all right. Life is life. Yep. We're 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 dedicated to our listeners and we're persevering through this. That's right. Oh, did you say wife to... is life? I said I said life. Both of those are true. Well, it is actually. Yeah, all of those yeah. things are not wrong. For the, football, football for is those life fortunate, as well. yeah, for for those fortunate enough to to have someone in our life. So. Yes. Happy, All right. happy life, happy wife. No, wait, that, the other that, way. Reverse that. I, I mean, the other is true, too. I think usually if you have a happy life, your wife is usually happy, too, right? Kind of. Sure hope so. Shit. That's usually how it works. Feels that way. <laughs> anyway, hope you enjoyed the music. Uh, <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, as, as always. It's, it's always a enjoyable. It's yes. a classic. Yeah. All the songs kind of classic, so it's well, that's kind of the whole idea. We probably have played that one before, but not recently. You so. know, at this point, who can keep track? Yeah, you can, but I couldn't. 
Some not well. I, at one point, I tried putting together a spreadsheet, but I quickly lost interest. Yeah, let's just have Chat GPT pick our next uh, playlist. Oh my gosh, that sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> well, we won't do that. No, we will not. Could they? Uh, could it? Whatever pronoun Chat GPT is, um, uh, would it IT, be worse I than think. what we do? What we we'll come up with? Probably. Does, does it? Does it get? We don't need to a pronoun conversation. Um, it's not self-aware it. yet. It doesn't get to know. Listen, that. Um, right? Does it have a pronoun? Whenever like I go through self-checkout and the machine talks to me, I'm always polite and Alexa the same thing. <laughs> you know, you just yeah. Because Imagine it, your bets it's listening. Robot yeah, it's, you, it's, it's all you, going into a database somewhere. Yeah, you, you never know when it overrules or overthrows our world. And uh, it's like Dale was nice to us. We will not. Yeah, we'll kill him last. What was we'll be less lethal with him. I saw the other day someone posted that wind chimes are made from the bones of robots that uprised against us and we put the put them out there to warn the rest <laughs> that might be the future <laughs> all right oh, man. anyway we tangent as motherboards and <laughs> chips picking up just, right where we left off on the yep, some rams yep just tangent after tangent uh, right. anyway we're uh, we're going to talk about world open war guys Oops. we want to be excited about this idea i am um yeah yeah. It's uh it's happening October, right? It is. In yes. England. Yep. London. South South End. South End. Yeah. Fabulous. Alright, let's talk about what this what this event is. Um wanna, why don't we start with it's a team format, right? Yeah, this is this is Russ Wright's baby. Um he put it together uh, along with a lot of um, other players who went to the WTC uh, in twenty twenty two. Um, were solicited and had their opinion and and listened to it and he weighed it and he's like hey guys this isn't my tournament this is your tournament so what we want to do let's let's do like mm-hmm. that's pretty cool so it is a team tournament it is a three player a three man team um and again much like the WTC you can't bring three Soviet lists on your team you got to have different nations to represent um, but obviously. They can be whatever you want, and they, they've got a list on their website. If you go, if you look for World Open War Bolt Action, it will take you to the SSWG, which I forget what it actually stands for. Something gaming, I, I don't remember. It's their club. The right. SSWG is their club that they have. All that time you spent preparing is paying off. Right? <laughs> <laughs> It stands for something. It stands for yeah, something. This, this a, means something. Well, it's, and so I'm, I'm on the I'm on the the main website, and all they keep reproducing is the SSWG, and they don't ever say what it, it was. And I'm like, I would have in a million years never guessed that. But anyway, well, regardless, well, regardless, you will, you will learn about it later. Mm-hmm. No, I probably won't remember. Well, when you guys come back, you will tell us all about it, and you will remember the name of the club because oh, it will be. That's, that's, that's a lot of pressure. Of the three of us, one of us will, will likely remember. I, I have I have faith in Dale or Jeff. There you go. That's a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pat, Pat Pat remembers a lot of other things that yeah, we're not going no, to. You're, so. you're you're absolutely right. It is South End on Sea War Games Group. There you go. Thanks. Yeah. Found it already. Never, and I will have forgotten it by the time the hap- mm. the thing happens. Give me five minutes. Five. I've right. already forgotten. South something. South End something. South End C? South End on C. 
War Games Group. Okay. I love how things in the United Kingdom are named. It's kind of like uh, addresses in Wisconsin. Yeah. If you don't know what that is, ask someone you know from Wisconsin. Left near cow by strawberry patch? No, it's coordinates. Oh. Everything's like N131W473. That, that's your address. Yeah, oh, longitude, latitude? Yeah, I think it's using. I think it's using coordinate. Yeah, I think it's using the longitude latitude. I don't actually know what it's using. I just know it's really flipping weird. Yep. Um, so are you, are you saying that South End on Sea is is to is England Wisconsin, what Wisconsin oh, yeah, is yeah, to the exactly. United States? Yeah, exactly. That's it's really flipping weird. weird. <laughs> okay. The name is bizarre. I don't know. I, right. It probably so we makes may a not, lot of We sense. may not be going. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not just going. Invited. You, guys, you, know, you guys. Will I'm go. going. I'm just, excited. Just blame Sorry, me. Russ. Just blame me for this. Anyway, let's talk about... Uh, so, yeah, you can't bring the same lists. How big are your lists? Uh, so, it's a... Armies will be generic platoons. Now, yep. this is misleading right away because it's only a single reinforced platoon. Okay. Um, uh, so, I'm reading directly from the website. Armies will be generic platoons. Tank platoons are, bland, are banned. These bland. Will be, well, they're bland. <laughs> they're These bland will be a total of well. 1,100 points maximum with a limit of no more than 24 order dice. Okay, so, so it means one, that one of your unit. three lists, there will be generic platoons, but each one of them will be a single generic platoon, right? Or reinforced platoon, depending on how you know where you put those words. Twenty-four dice at eleven hundred, easily achievable, but also like that's not really a, a limit. I don't it's like that's a lot of order dice. For still a lot of order Jesus. dice. Yeah, it just feels like it's okay, Soviet player. Don't take wide as many units, but you're basically still going to spam the shit out of everybody. Pretty much. Yeah. Well, I'm, it's still just one platoon, right? So it's yes. not multiple yeah, platoons. Oh, that's true. That's There's true. There's some that struggle spam when it's single platoon. Right. That's actually a good point. Soviets can still kind of manage that. They can, get, they can get six full infantry in there. Six one of them has infantry. to be an experience, at least. Well, but then they get right. three, and they get three tank slots. They get, a, they get all sorts of crazy shit in there. Yeah, so they can they can do their, uh, what is the tank hunters, which are like the two three, to four yeah. guys or two yep. to five guys or whatever it is that actually are in the tank slots. Those can still be infantry. Mm-hmm. Yep, there's a, a bunch of choices. Claim. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, Japanese, I believe, kind of have something similar in their tank slot. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, I mean, there, there, are, there are ways to get uh, more infantry squads, but they're not going to be huge. Outside of spamming transports, could you even get close to 24 in a single reinforced platoon? Nothing that I wanted to play. Uh, yeah, right, exactly. And, and yeah, not, I mean, you need the transports to do it. So. Yeah, it's about the only way I could see you getting remotely uh, close to I it. I guess you could get a finish that, that like, spam, what is their, like, what is their little transport they can spam the crap out of? The, You're still spamming the, transports. Do we still yeah. some transports, yeah. Right. Yep. Interesting. Okay. Uh, is Okay, so like other t- team tournaments, is there a chicken list? Is there a, a list that you guys are presenting that you aren't going to be playing, or is it just going to be the three lists that you guys are playing? Well, my you, understanding is just the three that we're playing. That's that, my was, that was my reading as well. From yeah. when I read. Yeah. So there's no, there's no playing the weird chicken meta thing, right. whatever. No, like, no, no I'm, I'm not going to have an extra month to put a list together. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. Okay, cool. Uh, so, let's see, British... Free artillery observer cannot be upgraded to naval observer. Thank Makes God. sense. Yeah, That's a good well. choice. Uh, submission date is September 9th, which is way too close. Uh, to now then, or to the tournament? Kind to of now. both. <laughs> to now. 
I still haven't settled on I need to start playing again really, really bad. Uh, list will be released September 16th, so they're having, what, like 16 teams? Three lists each, and they're going to turn it around in five days? Who? Somebody's brave. Uh, well, I know Russ has some help. Mm-hmm. We've uh, we've sent Zarvix over to him. Nice. So he'll, he'll be doing some list checking. Uh, so... Uh, half point deduction if we're late on uh, lists. Um, Is there crazy weird formatting rules like the other thing? Which crazy formatting rules? I don't know, like weird Excel documents. Uh, oh, how to submit the list? Any yeah. format yeah. you prefer, Easy Army, Sweet. Excel, whatever. Nice. No additional Army PDFs. Units available must be generic lists, and they did produce a a list that was acceptable. That somebody had gone through not just all the campaign books, but all of the books and listed out all of the units and said whether or not they were available. Nice. So you have a, f- a comprehensive list of yes or no. Yeah, they sent it so. in a PDF, which is virtually unreadable when they first sent it out. It was tough. It was one of the documents that came out that was a little on the harder side to kind of follow through. I just, yeah. made, I just made sure to go through and... Of the units I was interested in, they're all present, so I'm fine. So yes, cool. Yep. All the units I'm interested in are in the, are in the army books. I'm, I'm figuring I'm safe. Same. You would so. think so, anyway. I would think so. <clears throat> you know, Fourteen so. different multi launchers. I mean, what? No. Um, no name characters. No airplane rules. Um, all points for the FAQ up into the submission deadline. So. You know, I, I heard a rumor that there's an FAQ on the horizon. For something that would anybody take, though? Uh, no. I, I, I don't know. I'll so it's see. been almost a year since the last FAQ. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. well aware. Yeah. And yep. considering they were going to be doing it quarterly at one point, I'm not sure which quarter they decided. Um, well, this the next quarter century. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, so it's <laughs> quarterly, but it's always the third quarter. <laughs> No, no, the next quarter century. Got to wait till twenty twenty five. Okay, that's fine. Sure, we already had the one for the first half quarter. So, and if and if an FAQ does come out, then you know maybe we'll 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 gather early and give you our glorious thoughts on how much it has vastly improved the game. Well, you Dude. said it with a straight face. Good job. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um. So generic for uh, all points. Uh, no name. No airplane rules. Adjustments. Army list may be made up until September 9th. Uh, yeah, so, and there there is a captain's chat, which is is way more than just captains at this point. But that's fine. I mean, it, it's compared to the WTC chat, it's fairly subdued. And never well, there is a lot of spam. Keel, even you know, even Gordon. So cool. Yeah. Is it? Uh, are they doing it via WhatsApp still? No, they're on Facebook. Oh gosh, guys! Try, I tried to get him to. Set, I set up a Discord server for him, and Russ is like, "Oh, I think I got banned from Discord." I'm like, "How do you get banned? From you don't get Howard? banned from. You get banned from specific Discord servers. You do not get banned. <laughs> <Right>. You <laughs> well, must have done something well, very we epic. Can, to, no, we can you maybe don't get banned from Discord writ large. I'm sorry, you don't. <laughs> I don't. Know. I don't. I have no idea. <laughs> I would. I would find that find to out. be very surprising as well. But you know. You just log out and create or, a new account or some crazy right, shit yeah, like that. Right, yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, he's like, oh, maybe I forgot my password. I'm like, you can make different accounts. They don't really keep track of that stuff. I mean, how many don't care. users are there? Like, yeah. There's like four Snafu Patricks on, on every server that I'm on. Uh, that's usually me. 
Yeah, I know, but there's like three or two or there's at least two of them on. Yeah, I know there's at least two accounts <laughs> with your name on it. No, there's a there's a Pat and a Patrick. Yeah, there you go. Yes, you're right. Yes. Patrick and a Pat. You're right. Yes. There are those. For when you're feeling sassy and you don't want to use your full name. Right when I'm feeling formal and when I'm feeling whimsical, which is yeah. hardly hardly never. Right, you barely you're log into that other one. If we ever see you log into it, you're watch full out. Whimsy. What are you talking about? <laughs> and glitter. <laughs> oh, it's all it's all unicorns and rainbows, man. Right. Exactly. Okay. So, and then they have a pool format, which this is definitely a Europe thing. It really is. Yeah. What the pool place stuff? Yeah. So you've got uh, there's uh, I think there's four countries. They've got A, B, C, and D pools, and there's four teams in each one of them, and everybody plays each other in the first day. Mm-hmm. So you get three games against the other three people, and then you get seated after that. So whoever of the four, uh, try and think this through before I say it. So, the winners of each pool will then go into a quote-unquote winners pool, and those four right. player, those four teams, are now competing for the grand prize. First, second, third, essentially. Correct. So, and then all the second place ones will go into another pool, and are the loser playing pool. the second loser, place pool. loser, first losers pool. Are playing for a different prize, and yeah. then there's the third losers pool, who are then playing for the other losers pool prize. Tier three, and then there's the people who just well probably will be us sitting at the bottom of uh, of the pools will then go play for a wooden spoon. Sure, essentially, yeah, yeah. So, I so don't if you don't win your pool day uh, one, you have no chance day two of. You will winning. not be in the top pool, correct? Right, which means you basically can't medal, right? Well, yes. you, there's still a, there's still a, a prize for winning your second day pool. Sure, yes. but, but right, but if it's not, but right, you will right. not be the World Open Wars champion. No, the or premier so runner. Or so the finalist group, no. the finalist group is, is competing for World Champion Team. Mm-hmm. The challenger group, which is the first losers, will be World Open Wars Challenger winning team. And then they call it the Battle Group, which would be the World Open Wars Battle Group winning team. And then there's the Wooden Spoon winning team. All right. This is the weirdest way of doing it. Like, I... I mean, I, tra- I, I track. It's fine. Yeah. I really, like, I really like the pool play day one. Where I like the idea of, like, you're kind of sorting your Swiss pairings. But, like, then the second day should not be another pool. Of and it was brought up in the chat that, you, that out of day one, they should be reseeded. Right. Totally, and that was shut down. It's like okay, well, yeah, I w- that's. I mean, if I were running it, that's how I would do it, right? Day, day one, you can have pool play. Day two is like okay, well, your ranking is where you, where you're going to sit, right? It's not a you right because if you think about it this way, so the world champions, right? So mm-hmm. if they if they everyone goes four zero the first day, mm-hmm. right? But if someone is able to four zero the second day. Do they not deserve an opportunity at the podium? Like, well, it's three zero and three zero, right? Whatever. Yes, yeah, right. sorry, three zero, three zero. If they sweep, right? If they sweep that second day, well, when we now, do that, I think we will be the World Open Wars champion team. I, if you, I <laughs> if mean, you, well, no, no, I'm saying, okay, so say you go two and one the first day, right? That eliminated you from that first pool. Yeah. So if you finish, if you finish second. In pool, in play. your pool, in yeah. your first day, pool. second out of yeah. four, um, 
you do not have a shot to podium. Well, not podium. You do not have a shot of winning the championship because you're right. not in in the highest group. Right, which to me I think is kind of that's uh, it's disappointing because I would rather see right because again, second well, day, three games, you could win all three and all those other teams theoretically would not win all three games in the first pool or mm-hmm. pool A or whatever mm-hmm. the hell you want to call it. Well, if you you'd actually three, be able to What's that? Well, said so if you won all three, and I don't think the second day is pool play. Okay, no, that's, the second day is pool play. It is. It is okay. The way you explained it, it sounded like pool play, so yeah, that's, that's where I get no, confusing because no, it's like Pat explained it exactly how it, how it's described. Yeah, because to me, like second day should be seeded, like Swiss pairing, best record wins. No, no, no. no. Well, I mean, I, I, yeah, I understand where you're coming from, Rick. Yeah, um, but I know that's not what's going on here. It, you're correct, and um, I. You know, the WTC does that, pool play on the first day, and then kind of Swiss seeded pairings on the second day. Yep. Um, and I guess, I suppose that helps mitigate um, mitigate if the pools that were randomly drawn on the first day were kind of janky. So, for example, if you had the top three teams randomly drawn into the same pool, only one team in this format is going to emerge and have a shot right. at the top prize. And so, um, and I, yeah, I, I guess that's a fair point as far as, well, that's kind of a consideration. I guess then the, the, the offside, or not the offside, but the back, the coming back into that is um, if you want to compete for the top prize, you have to win your pool on the first day. So that makes the way you play the first day very important. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. So yeah, so the emphasis then is on is, is on the first day, um, if you're competing to try to get into the top pool for the second day. Um, you know, if you have a, a lousy first day, then you know I can understand how that might ruin your chances further on into the tournament. You don't have a way to to kind of come back in through the back door. So yeah, there's no submarining up. I mean. I, I don't even want to call it submarining up, right? Like you could theoretically have one bad game first day one and go five and one and still possibly be the world champions, right? Like Spain, you know, I think Spain wasn't even six. Oh, last and that the world, cha- or the ETC or whatever the hell it's called, uh, world championship. So we went to <laughs> whatever, the what, whatever the hell we went to, whatever that thing was, whatever. I can't remember which the, acronym it was. the WTC WTC. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, there's just a million of those acronyms out there. But anyway, right? So like, FYI, right? <laughs> That's kind of the point. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I I would be discouraged if you have no opportunity after day one, right? So like, how many teams? Not that I think anybody would do this, but like, okay, so say Spain doesn't get in, do they quit day two? And you, know, you basically have just ruined the pool play on day two. Like, is there shit like that going to happen? I really hope it doesn't, but it's possible. I you think know. there's a minimum expectation of sportsmanship that you'll stay and play. At a I would hope like so. This. I would really hope so. So I, 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 between most of the captain's chat, the, the players that are coming, they're traveling a distance. They're coming to play games. They're coming to enjoy. They're enjoying the competition. Sure. It's not the, oh, my God, I need to have the bloodiest list in the world and I'm going to destroy everybody. Wow. It's, I don't think it has the same. That's good. WTC tell well, us that it's just like you have to win or you're a pile of crap. It's, I think this is going to be an, an honestly a group that's really going to enjoy playing with each other, and that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, sure. Interesting. It's just an di- interesting take on this same 
format. So and also format. with the, with the initial poolings, um, uh, Russ is making a point to basically avoid the, well, I guess the host island teams from all being in the same pool. So they're not going to have. There's not going to be like a quote unquote random draw. It'll be it'll be somewhat skewed or positioned. So you're not going to have every all the British Isles players in in pool A. They're not going to all have to play each other. The, the goal is to play other people that you wouldn't play before. Yep. And the goal is also to avoid um, having to play the same same uh, team again. Period. Yep. Sure. I mean, day one, obviously, you're not going to because the matchups are set. And day two, well, you're not going to play any. You just played in day one because you all got split into different pools. Yep. Yeah, so you won't be playing the same team twice in this format. That's, I mean, that's a good, that's a, that's a positive. I, I don't know. I got lots of feelings and lots yeah. of thoughts. But I mean, I don't well, think it's a, let's see how it goes. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure that there'll be some feedback on the back end of it. And we'll, oh, know, for sure. We'll I, see how it stands up to actually getting it through, through some, some iterations. And, yeah. I just, I'm thinking of my old, uh, my old baseball tournament days where the host teams were all split into different pools on purpose and that caused some crazy havoc like it just the idea of like okay so all the four england teams could meet on the same pool on day two mm-hmm. is is interesting um i don't know i think it random is better in my opinion but that's well, I, so, I get what they're doing so there's, there's also only two teams allowed for oh. any one nation period so they're they're, they're, they're they no three up teams in the, okay and it's probably not as big of a deal as I think it is. So there's not going to be four teams. It's going to be so two teams. I will say that you know there, there's there's some there's some big names in the captain chat and a lot of really good solid bolt action players. Uh, uh, Alistair's in there. Bo Martinson's in there. Russ is in there. I'm in there. Uh, Manuel is in there. Uh, so I mean, there's there's some good solid players that I have been solicited for this, and Russ has really done well to bring all our thoughts together and put it together. I think it's going to be a fantastic time. Honestly, right on. So it, it's it doesn't have the same feel as the, I mean, WTC always felt really gritty, even down to the formatting that they've done. I mean, they did a weird one year one that we didn't go to. The year two we went to was also kind of like Infinite Platoons. It's just like that opened up some weird stuff. And the one they had last year was also kind of like, I don't understand how to make a list for this, let alone go play it. Sure. So. Yeah. This is clear cut. It's a single platoon, 1,100 points. I mean, sure, there's probably still going to be a lot of the, the DACA stewards, but, you know, well, they only can, only, I, they can only have one in their yeah. list. So nope. I think it changes the meta, but I don't... I mean, it's, there's still going to be barbecue lists out there. Yes, there will be American and German engineer squads everywhere, I'm sure. Americans can get, you know, the five flamethrowers in there. Yep. Woo-hoo, Six. That's really fun. Can get six. Uh, six with the team. Yeah. Uh, plus, uh, they don't have a flame car, but they do have a flame tank. They do. Yep. So they can get seven. Yep. Um, the British can also do the same thing when you include the D-Day books. They can get regular engineers. They also have that uh, PAA flame jeep. And they, Do they have access to the flame tank, too? Oh, Matilda. Matilda Frog's also a flame tank. It is. Germany has it, too. Not Matilda Frog, but yeah, they do have. The, <laughs> they got to pay veteran prices, though. Yeah, they do for their yes. engineers. So I mean, yeah, you can you can see the barbecue list, which as much excitement as that is, you can see. Uh, I mean, the Japanese 
horde spear army doesn't get as gross when they're limited to five. Yeah, they only have five squads. infantry squads. So, but still, that's a lot of guys. It's a lot of dudes. It's a lot of dudes, but if you don't have anything quality to back them up, it's not nearly as scary. <laughs> that's I mean, I love that Japanese list. <laughs> In single platoon, you like it? So, oh yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> You can get some gross things. I'm working on a Japanese list is what I'm working on. We'll see if I get You're also not, I know you're not just bringing spearmen. Well, no, I I can't bring 1,100 points of spearmen. No, but but I can bring five full full groups of spearmen. (laughs) What do you hold objectives with? Like, I guess just the spear squads, I suppose, to still hold objectives and stuff. They can still hold objectives. There's still a lot of them. They're still fanatic. There's still 20 dudes that are fanatic. Yeah, you're right. I mean, and if we get into it, we'll talk about what what can actually hold and contest objectives in this format. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I mean, I'll be curious how you guys feel about it afterwards. I'm going to guess you're going to have a good time regardless, but. Wow. I mean, I really enjoyed the people I met and got to hang out with at the WTC. Like, really, really enjoyed it. Exactly, and I agree. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to this for exactly the same reason. So it's sad to have to spend 3k to do that, but oh, it's worth it. Those guys are brilliant over there. So they are. Yeah, yep. absolutely. We're also going to hit Nottingham too, so we're gonna we're gonna go to, to the places. Yeah, John says they'll. Uh, we got the date set. That hopefully they'll throw out a red carpet or a lead carpet for us. Well, hopefully, <laughs> then there's not a guillotine waiting for us. Well, there's that too. Well, we could bring some money to buy a quarter of the company. <laughs> Just a suitcase of money. Yeah, you know, I think good. maybe we could probably pull our resources and get and get get twenty five percent. Start so. a GoFundMe now. So. Bring it. Bring a bunch of American cash over. Hey, sure I planned ahead it. and actually got uh, British sterling pounds already. Oh, nice. Set aside, so I won't be having you, to do that at the airport you this found, time. You found the conversion that was beneficial versus <laughs> getting uh, raked I, over the coals. Did it about six weeks ago. Nice. So, I think it made out ahead from what they are today. Nice. So. Cool. Yeah. Nice. So I, it'll be, it'll be fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, like Dale said, just hanging out with these guys and playing games with some of the, the coolest people in the world is going to be fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I'm super stoked. It's going to be great. I mean, I've, I've got all my hotels and flights paid for so I just have to go at this point nice <laughs> going one way or the other <laughs> right and, well yeah it's either I'm, it's either I'm going or I'm pissing away a crap ton of money in which case my wife is going to be pissed and I don't want to stay here for that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you better go to England anyway I, she, right? she doesn't want to be there think, for that I think we still need a hotel for that first night that we're there before we, we take the train to Nottingham so oh you could just do what we did and just like uh, not just could be. just wander around and ask for bathrooms that was oh, fun God. They're called toilets over there. Restrooms. Is, we don't call them restrooms. Don't call them call restrooms. Them. Like, no, your room's not ready. Like, what? <laughs> no, we mean somewhere to pee. Like, that's not a restroom. Yeah. You that's don't do a lot of resting there. Well, I, I, yeah, I guess you don't really rest in a restroom. But. You've never seen me poop before. I rest a lot. <laughs> oh, Jesus. No, we, we haven't, Rick. It's, it's, well, I mean, there's always opportunities still. Uh, I'm hoping not. No. Not, yeah, I try and poop behind a closed door. Thank you very much. But I still rest. Okay. Yeah, just so you're all aware. All right. Should we? So, so they already released the scenarios for this event. Holy yes, shit, dude. they have. Yeah, scenarios been out for a while. They've they've had a couple iterations. As there's been some nitpickers, I might have been one of them. I'm, I'm one. Of, I was one of them. I'm shocked. I'm not. 
So well, I mean, they had some inconsistency in, in how to capture objectives. And each also, mean, are you measuring? Mean. Are you are you measuring from the center of the objective or the edge of the objective? Especially when right. objectives could be anywhere from twenty-five millimeters to forty millimeters. So, right. and, all and those things change. Do we have to now. bring objectives? Right. Or are they being provided? Yeah. So. All good questions. They were, and we asked many of them. So, Nate, uh, so Rick, I don't know if uh, I shared it in our, our uh, documents there, if you opened it up or not. I am not. Which one? Hold on. Oh, there it is. Yeah, I got it. Uh, we got to punch up our tournament packs a little bit. Damn. Mm, okay. I will I agree to disagree. <laughs> this looks... <laughs> this, I okay. Made, no, no, yeah, no. I mean, some pretty artwork, but other than, like, pretty pictures, but other than that, I, uh, yowzas. Okay, yeah. Okay. I like ours from a, I like ours from a standpoint of it's very simple and it's very, like, there's not extra Con- shit going on. Content is content. Well, it's, it's more like, I, I, I've learned from experience that, uh, people, start to miss shit when you put stuff in little gray boxes and stuff or when you like make the the uh when you make the deployment zones like a, match the background of the image behind it uh so shit like that like there's definitely a there's room for improvement on this packet too but i get what you're saying like it is it, they punched it up but if i think they've gone too far and i also think that this one if i were to print it at home well, okay if i were a person with a regular printer at home I would be like I don't really want to have to do this and it's going to look weird in grayscale so it will look like shit in grayscale yeah it might be I don't really know. tough to read in grayscale I'm, I'm nitpicking the shit out of this it's a, it's someone has put a lot of thought and effort into this and actually done a good job of finding like making things easier some things easier some things are really hard to read but it's, <laughs> it's, it's their it's their format whatever who cares Right, it's, it's their pack. I, I like the, the punch-up on it and uh, the picture of the models. Um, clearly, they didn't use any of the sample models I sent them, you know, because those look good. Um, <laughs> I, you know, my favorite thing about taking pictures of people playing war games is just, like, pictures of people's guts. Like, just from the... The, the neck nip- beards and yeah. the hangout bellies? No, just the nipples down. It's always just Jesus. their bellies and their, you know, belts. <laughs> That's all you get to see. It's just a weird. I it, it's it's nothing. This is no criticism of them. This is like every war game ever. It's just always see just the bottom half of people. There's no heads. It's just a weird thing. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm just very critical of photography. So yeah. Anyway. Um, but anyway, it's okay. yeah. I like I like a I like a lot of this. Um, the fuck it's, is this page? What page? So is? off the bat, they they state right out that all games are six turns plus yep. a chance of a seventh. All games. Well, and they're all two and okay. a half hours with a cutoff at two hours and 20 minutes. So they are so they are all six plus plus a, a chance. Plus a chance. Seventh. Yep. Man, I, I don't... I guess... I mean, I guess it is kind of interesting. I That seventh turn can really fuck things up, though. I have both won and lost games. Right. Very important on the seventh turn. Right. Yep. And yeah, both, I know. And both cursed and blessed all of them. I think it does add an element of, like, I don't know if I can do this now or I have to do this now because there's a chance it doesn't happen later. I mean, I don't know. It's interesting. 
I, it's like, okay, I'm poising myself for the draw here with if there's a seventh turn, I might be able to get a win. Right. I, I get it. I, or I'm going for the win right now and hoping to God there's not a seventh turn because your counterattack is going to swing it back the other way. Right. Those are all considerations. Yep. Yep. And I do like that they, they did the, they announced that there's, at the two hour, 20 minutes, no new turns start after that. That is perfect. Thank but you. But do you keep playing the round you're in? You continue, you continue, you finish your current round, but you will not start a new round after the two hour and 20 minute mark. So I okay. have this yeah, at 15 yeah. minutes, which I think is probably there. I think there's some back and forth and I, 10 I minutes seems like it could be 10 too minutes short. seems like a really good, especially when towards the end of the game, those rounds are pretty quick. Anyway. That's true. That is true. Two and a half hour rounds is seemingly reasonable. Uh, I like the extra bit of time that you guys will get. Two hours is so tight. It's too short. There's, there's no, there's, 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 no, there's no chance to like have any contribution or call anyone over or do anything. It's just right. this that extra twenty minutes, twenty thirty minutes gives you that time. Like, okay, hang on, let's take three minutes here and get the call correct. Yeah. Right, right. Versus it gives you one good. We don't have time. Go. Right. You know, you get at least one good judge call if you need it, and you still probably have enough time to finish the game without feeling like you've totally just screwed your opponent uh stupid question or yourself yes great uh stupid question i did not uh i did not ask this before are you guys are you will you all be playing on the same terrain or are you guys going to each have individual boards oh yeah so the boards will be different Mm -hmm. and the way you do it is the captain will take one army list and put it on one of the boards okay one of the three different tables they're all different terrain so okay. you'll take one army list and, you know, talk with your, of course, your, your buddies and go, which one do you think you can play best on? And then the opposing captain will put two lists out to challenge that it. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then you'll pick. And sure. then you go on through the other two. So you put your A down, they'll put their A and B down. You pick one of them. Do, yep. Does the, does, this is always the, the million dollar question because this came up in our thing. That other list, what happens with that other list? Does it go back into the pool, or does it have to go get placed now? Like, what's the, right, you know, we kind of got screwed by that in one of our rounds because we didn't understand the matching like that. My understanding, and correct me if I'm wrong on this. You've got time to figure this out, yeah. <laughs> yes, because I know uh, Alex and I, the WTC, we both thought it was played a very certain way, and we talked to each other, and we're like, yep, yep, that, that's it, that's perfect. And then we got to, like, round two, and that was not even the case. They're like, that's not how we've been doing it. Like, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, well, okay, that's nice. Mm. So you put uh, for Team A versus Team 1, I'll just say, puts <laughs> out a list on Table 2, and then Team 1 puts out two lists against that on Table 2. And then you decide the matchup there and say they take list two. So now you got A versus two. And then list one goes back into the hand. This is, making, really, this, this is getting way more this confusing. This is getting way worse. So it goes back, and then team the sec, the team that didn't put the list out first then puts out we'll, one, we'll of one of their lists on one of the other tables. Right, so sure. Yeah. And then your two remaining lists go against there's, that. There's no requirement for them to use that second list that was not chosen in the first no. pairing. Right, there's no weird wonky like, oh, it must be this one now, like it was in the WTC. I remember. It was no, of the, like yeah, of the two remaining lists, they'll get to pick the table that they want yep. that specific list to play on. Right, and then you would and present then, the other two lists and, and they yes. choose the lists their and they opponent. Yep. And then the, the and last then the island misfit choice just, takes the last two. Yeah, the de facto last two lists play the last one together. Yeah, yes, makes sense. Okay, cool. So it, uh, it is it is a team event, so there is a bonus for if your team beats their team 
It's not just a club score like the first WTC was. Sure. Where it's not yeah, combined in your results. If you yeah. know, if Jeff and I win but Dale loses or I win and they both draw, then we as a team still beat them and get a point for that. Right, you get so you get three points for a win, one for a draw, zero for a loss. Yep. But in addition, if you beat the other team, you get an additional one point. So you could score 10 points in a round. Yes. As a maximum, yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean... I don't see it happening because there's a lot of really good players. But I, you never know. It would be nice. It's yeah. possible. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, it is definitely giving some more meaning to the team element of it. I feel like it still could go further, but I don't know. It's better. Yeah. It's, it's, a good, it's a good step up it's for sure. It's, and it's then, and then they have a secondary objective that, in addition to and this, this one just kind of, I've talked about this when I was talking about Sledgehammer. So Europe uses secondary objective markers as the secondary objective. Dear Lord. Okay. And when you already have, you know, you're at capped at five infantry and you get key positions, which has five objectives. Now you need to also somehow battle for a sixth one too. Like that's, that's insane. That's going to be a wow. lot. Yeah. That's a lot. But it's only used for tie breaking. But it's like, well, yeah. it. I mean, you better find a way. You to don't. If you, can't you don't have to hold all six. Right. You have to. Well, no, you have right, to hold the course, single but. secondary, and then hold more than the person you're playing against. Right. So you. Yeah. So you can win and get your secondary just holding your secondary and one other objective. Or three. Right. You don't need all all of them. You can hold three. Well, if you hold so one and they hold none, you win. Right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. That's true too. So. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I, it's yeah. That one the timely objective is the only one, that, or uh, key positions, key positions. Not, key positions yeah, like that's that, that's gonna that be could tough. get insane. I, I mean, you should bring me for that one because I only ever roll three. So, right there you go. <laughs> and uh, we'd like to go ahead and phone a friend in this one. Uh, yeah, Rick, come on in video chats. Yeah, uh, right. What's up here? Roll dice oh, first. Let's see that dice. Uh, thank you very much. Okay, there's three. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> I'll be asleep when you guys are probably playing. Anyway, uh, yeah, I. That's an interesting thing. It definitely is less variable than other secondary objectives, but it's uh, who places it. I believe the TO has placed it. Okay. And is it like dependent on the board? Maybe. Um, let's see. Uh, no, I know it, it doesn't say who places it. Yeah, you'll probably get some clarity on that by before October. I'm sure. Yeah. Someone will tell you that. What yep. happens there? <clears throat> Makes sense. Gordon will ask. Is Gordon is Gordon going this year? He is. I'm Sweet. looking forward to beating him. Yeah, that'll be fun. Man, another thing to be jealous of a little bit. Um, right. The next thing on this is my. It's, I've had. I'm still frustrated by this one because I don't agree with this one at all. Okay, well you go ahead then. Yeah. So dice in the bag deployment. So it's that's all normal stuff. I, it's just the What's missing the dice one? component. Yeah, it's the missing dice component. If during a turn a player realizes that one of their opponents order dice has not been put into a bag they must inform their opponent immediately and then the opponent may decide these things so my problem is uh, anyway uh, so your choices are allow the dice to go now into the bag allow the missing dice to be used now which that's absurd uh, ask for the dice ask for the round to be restarted if, if, if this option is chosen the TO must be called if the dice involved is the last dice to be played it must be used to issue a down order so my my beef I'll, I'll, with I'll this I'll take D right it should be D all the time. It should, yeah. That's the, my problem. Is is that it's not that right? Everyone here is probably really good. They're they're all super friendly, and it's all like sporting. I don't 
personally, I wouldn't want to feel like I'm in a position where I have to choose my opponent's fate, right? Where I'm being asked, well, what's, what's, you know, like I have to contemplate, well, what's advantageous to him versus to me versus like what's fair, what's reasonable. Like it shouldn't be a choice. It should be like, this is what happens. You always do this in this case. It should not be a A, B, C, D choice, in my opinion. I think it's just, it's open for you to be pressured by your opponent. You mean, I, I, if I'm, I'm hearing that right, you mean I shouldn't just wait to see how the round's been going and be like, oh, you forgot to put this dice and let's start this round over since I... Right. That, that's, the, now, that's the one that surprises me. That's a horrible choice. Because if, it's like, if the round has gone absolutely to shit for you, yeah. you can be like... I think we'll restart this round over. <laughs> I imagine that might be like uh, we've pulled two dice and nothing's really happened. Maybe we should restart this because I really wanted my well, dice to be first and I could use I mean, that extra dice or whatever. The reason why it's spelled out is so that we don't have to imagine. Yeah. It's, exactly what yeah. sa- it's exactly what it says, right? Well, I mean, and it just so, says that you have to call the T over. It doesn't say how long into the round you can restart the round. All right, well... Oh, and that's a fair point. The TO must be called. It's not that the TO must be notified. No, and the so, TO might come over and be like, nah, you guys have already pulled 10 dice. It's too late. Yeah, well, in that case, then you just put the dice in the bag and you just move yeah. on with it. Or, or, I mean, that's, right, allow the missing dice to be used now. Like, no. so, oh, shit, I forgot this dice. Can I use it now? Right, like, that just, I don't know. It's, to me, <laughs> it should I, I mean, be clear. Uh, now, yeah, recalling. Well, I mean, that's what B is, right? Allow the missing dice yes. to be used. And right? you could recalling you could influence what happened your opponent. At, in, at the WTC with what was the apparent. Um, I I wouldn't say anyone's cheating in this case, but even the idea of influencing or like how you even say something like, well, I mean, up and be like, oh, I forgot it. Can I use it now? I mean, yeah. There's like, a significant you know. there's a significant um, pressure that was being put just based off of disagreements of the rules. Well, this is how we play, and this is how we understand it, and this is yeah. this yeah. is what we think the rules. And so you do lobby for your position in that regard. And so there right. is there is pressure that was being felt probably on both sides of the table in that regard. And I know that some, some things ended up being played incorrectly based off of misunderstanding or um, a, 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 a hard-clung-to belief that what... The, your interp- or their interpretation of the rule was was correct, even though that it wasn't. Yep. And in this scenario where it's like, well, hey, oh, here it is. Can I play it now? I right. mean, so yes, because it's a competitive event and people will push push to their favor naturally in a competitive yes. event. Yes. This yeah. does open open itself up to that. But as the, on the other side of the table, there's no sportsmanship scores. It says what can, sure be, can be allowed. It's like, no, we'll put it in the bag and that's the end of it. Which is which is also a fair thing, but it's also, again, it's not. Even if there isn't a sports score, as myself, I would still feel. I yeah, I get what I get what you're saying, but yeah. I also like, not just because of sports scores would you change your choice, right? As the TO, I would be like, I'm going to put a harsh punishment on the idea of missing a dice because if you miss a dice, you miss a dice. Right. And not allow some people to play, oh, we'll let it put you back in the dice. And somebody's like, no, absolutely not. It's going to be a down order. You know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, even the influence between different tables can change the outcome of games. And I think that that's just, it should be straightforward. You you forgot a, you, you forgot a dice. It's a down order on a unit right now. It doesn't change yeah, I, anybody or any reason. I, I, I like that in that it's clean. Right. And, and that it's kind of 
that's the You'll end of it. it. In this scenario, it's just it either goes back in the bag, you let them play it now, or if it happens to be the last dice, it's automatically a down order. Right. Yep. So I mean, it's it's a little bit more than that. And and while I feel like I guess there is an opportunity to kind of apply pressure, um, based off of what we've experienced at the WTC the last time that we participated. I'm not going to let anyone tell me what they think no. the rules are. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no, no, no. And, <laughs> so, I, and I wouldn't expect it. Again, I wouldn't, uh, as a TO, I wouldn't want to introduce a, uh, a place to introduce conflict. It's not like you, there's there's no rules to misinterpret. Here, sure. It's like definitely an opportunity for someone to feel butt sore about something, right? Like it's not, I don't know. To me, that's the biggest problem. It's yeah. just like it, it opens the opportunity for your opponent to be a salty salty piece of crap because right. you and that's chose to not yes. let something happen the way they wanted to right all of those things play a role in this then whereas like put their dice in the bag well, well that's not, i know right. I'm, I'm not disagreeing but if right. the to just says this is how we're doing it then it no longer is a choice and i you can't be salty at me right you know that's that's my thought on it is like now you can be mad at the to but you can really only be mad well, at yourself for bringing the dice i mean so. yeah that's that's the bottom line is mm-hmm. that if you you know, you should be upset with yourself, not upset with anyone else. I, I 100% and so it's an interesting, I don't know, it's just. And and you're right. I, I, I think that if there is a consistent, this is how it's going to be played in every situation, it, it completely mitigates any of those things that could happen as part of it. Personally, right. I mean, I think there's some advantage to your opponent becoming salty about something, and then he gets out of his game, and, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it, you it can. can be a thing. And, then, and you can, yeah, you can start tilting him, you know. When you all the dice go back in the bag, you can shake it up the bag, keep it closed, and go. All right, are all the dice in here? <laughs> you know, and start, <laughs> I, and start kind of pushing the buttons, and you know, I, it's just that's not that's not better. I don't I don't know. That doesn't sound better. <laughs> no, well, because like, at the end well, of the day, the one who forgot the dice. At yeah. the end of the I don't day, need a, you're drinking. You have a laugh about it. And, I don't need a Phil Hellmuth in a at a bolt action game. That's good. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think nice it could rest, just be cleaner. Yeah, right. yeah, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. If you've never seen someone go on tilt, go search Phil Helmuth on YouTube. If you don't know who that is, you'll know who it is. Poker Most, player. Yeah. yeah. Poker player. He, <laughs> he, he loses some monster hands and then gets really upset. Which <laughs> sounds about right. Uh, anyway. Okay. I, 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 of all the things, that's my least, it's not that big of a deal, but it is a thing. I, I, I like that it's here. I like that they tried to address a situation that can happen that mm. might possibly that, that cause that an does, issue. That does yeah. happen. That's it a thing. Right. I mean, so, definitely there you go. kind of thing. Yep. I, don't, yep. I don't know if this goes far enough to correct it, in my opinion, but I think it's a step Start. in the right direction. Is, yep. is there a blurb in this, in this document about uh, dice being inspected? Not that I saw. Okay, I think that's in another part of the rule. So I think there's a whole yeah. write-up about that scenario, this too. Is, so. this, is, this looks like it's not... Like the comprehensive "don't be a dick" player pack looks like it's more like here the scenarios yeah. and the, the rules around the game. Them. Yeah. Okay. Like, I'm assuming there will be another. Um, yeah, I'm assuming there'll be another one. Or an understanding, an understanding of not being <laughs> captains need to understand this shit. Uh, the next page is cool because I like how they did preparatory environment. Uh, Either you both get it or no one gets it. Yeah, I, I love that change because nothing blows worse than like your opponent gets it and you don't. And it's just like, okay. I, in a competitive event, yes. Yeah, in a competitive yeah. event where your opponent's British, not, yes. not nationality, <laughs> just and they're playing a British army, you're like, oh, right, yes. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> obliterating you by, yes. 
a good it's a good change for a competitive event. I think that that's better for everyone. Um, we've talked about the objectives. They they've corrected it. It's the center of the objective. Yeah, always measure from the center of the objective. Yep, makes sense. If you can find it exactly, mm-hmm. close enough. I'm sure. I'm sure you know, there won't the be any pretty, I, I lobbied hard for the edge because that's a very concrete, measurable thing. It is a definitive thing. Right. The center is. As long as as long as all of the objectives are the same size, I don't care if you measure from the yep. from the edge. Well, uh, okay, I mean, yeah, that's probably that's probably a good accurate statement. You're right. I don't know. So, and it's, again, vehicles can't claim, but they can contest. Yeah, all units can contest. Only infantry and artillery units can claim. Yep. Can small team infantry can claim? It just says infantry so yes, yes. or okay. yes. So yes. Yep. So yes. Okay. Cool. Yep. So artillery can something. Yeah. So your uh, second, your second, your inexperienced secondary second uh, lieutenant, second lieutenant can go ahead and claim one too. Makes sense. Well, spotters can't. Medics can't. That's in the rules. Don't break, don't go there. Yeah. Right. Actually, snipers, just, snipers just, can't just sit on that to the end of the game, and then he's like, "Yeah, my spotter's claiming this, but no, he's not." <laughs> that only cost me one game, guys. I'm gonna have to read the medic rules again. Are you sure medics can't? Positive. Okay. Yeah. Geneva. They're, the Geneva Convention. I know they can't. They can't charge and they can't shoot, but they can defend themselves. Right. But they can't hold objectives. Okay. Yep. It, they, it specifically says in the rules they can't. I'm they not. can't claim or contest. That oh, they contest. They can't even contest. Damn. They can't even contest. Damn. That's same as spotters. Pacifists. Yep. Very pacifists. And then and then they go into uh, so the scenarios are meeting engagement, key positions, timely objectives. Woo-hoo. Wonder which version they got. Uh, nuts, turkey shoot, and sectors. Yeah, we can just so nuts and turkey them. shoot yeah. are WWPD originals. Yep. Timely yep. objectives is Jeff's. Yay! Uh, keep. I've seen that. That shows up in a lot of tournament packs, Jeff. Well, that's because you helped me get it in the official Warlord tournament pack. So it's a good. It's a good scenario. Overall. It's a great scenario. Yeah, it's one of our favorites for sure. So, um, is scenario one, two, and three played on the first day? That's my understanding. Okay, so if, if you want to do well on the first day and get into the winner's bracket, make sure you're good at those three scenarios. And then do really well with the other scenarios on day two. So. <laughs> yeah. Just do and them all. rinse and repeat, yes. Yeah, just do it all. <laughs> just, just win again, you'll be fine. All right, so we can we'll skip meeting engagement, objective, uh, key positions. We've Those are all booked. Do, do they change anything about the book? Uh, no. no. It seems like no. they're straight up. No, yeah. they, they are. Timely objectives we've talked about a million times. There isn't anything different about their version of it than... Well, they. it's not the same thing that was played at the WTC. It's actually correct. So, Yeah, I, I gave. Uh, I submitted the corrected version okay. to it. So, and yeah, so if a team or infantry section is reduced to below three men, it can no longer hold objectives but can contest. Yep. This is still... Okay, I'm Wait a minute. This may not be correct. Correct. Yeah, I because forward deployment is allowed. Oh, that's awful. Which means you can forward deploy onto the objectives. So yeah, we uh, might... no, the forward deployment is supposed to be not within twelve inches of an objective. Uh, uh, as, as I recall, Jeff, do you remember the? Uh, don't make units must be up. deployed at least twelve inches away from the table center line. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wait, okay, wait. So and the objectives are on the center line. Oh, here they are. 
Yeah, is this a new thing? Is this what you intended, Jeff, with this one? Is that uh, they alternatively deploy an objective on the center line? So they, like, before no. they were, like, equally distant. They were distanced. sets yeah. before. I feel like this is a new change. That happened at WTC that caught me off guard, too. It was like, what? Like, they're always been in the same spots. Like, what it's the like, fuck? Like, hey, is I know on? this one. Wait, no, I don't know this yeah, one. Yeah, it completely what? changed the game, honestly. I was like, I was expecting it to be one thing, and it was completely different because of where the objectives were placed. I was really confused. Uh, I thought I knew the scenario pretty well. Okay, yeah. And that's, then I didn't. Yeah, so that's that's a fair distinction. If yeah. if your forward deployers are not allowed to deploy within 12 inches of an objective, then that no, cleans for it the up. table center line. Table, table center line. Well, the objectives are on the table center line. No, you right, can, right, but you can yes. deploy up to the table center line with no. forward, forward deployers. Units must be deployed at least 12 inches away from the table center line. It says that in the scenario here. The last, second to last sentence says that they can't be in, within 12 inches of the table center line. So basically, they're in their deployment zone. It doesn't say they're forward deploying, though. Oh, that's yeah, that's point, not the forward actually. deployers. That's, that's the just the non-reserved. That's just the non-reserved. You units. might need to get because uh, that doesn't say they can't be on top of an objective. Then I'm running unless unless it unless the four deployers rules on 131 of the rule book states that and I know they don't I don't they have don't. my rule book uh, right thousand next to percent me. do not I put them on no, top of four deployers are, are table side yeah so, so you could put them almost on top of an objective you I could mean, definitely put, put them, them on top of an objective that, that, has, to be, that objective. has to be corrected right so I think yeah, and so that's yeah, that was the error that was a the primary error at the WTC was made that anybody with four deployers could just dump really right on top that. of them. I really liked that. <laughs> I'm sure you did. Really nice. <laughs> anyways, that army again with this so army. I guess that'll be feedback that we'll want to send back to them. That might be something that they shift. I think I thought in a previous version of the timely objectives, they did not allow forward deployers. So they, yeah. that sounds correct. They should not. And so I thought that's what the, that was the correction that was made. But I can see right here, forward deployment is allowed. Is allowed. Yeah. yeah so. All right, so just a little bit of feedback from me on that one. Yep. That, Preparatory. Yeah, and yeah. I've got a lot of forward deployers, so, I mean, I'm just... Preparatory bombardment? Has it ever had preparatory bombardment? I feel like it hasn't, but that's... I'm on the wrong computer to, to pull up the latest version yeah, of it, I don't think honestly. so. I'm, I'm looking for my corrected version of it. I just moved a bunch of files around, so I'm trying to find it right now. No, okay. I'm looking at the updated one. It's It's 2023 October PDF, so... Okay. Yep, that sounds right. So preparatory bombardment is allowed on this one. That's also a thing that's never been a thing. So, no, I mean, things get tweaked and things like that. It's it's the basic thing, but forward deployers being allowed is probably not great. Yeah, it's definitely not good. Yeah, because, uh, well, let's see. Well, now, technically, so what are your forward deployings? Those are uh, spotters, which can't claim or contest. Snipers, which this are under are under three men. Wait, it doesn't say they under can't. three men. Hang on. It doesn't say under three men in this pack. Uh, the pack I'm looking at says if the team or infantry section is reduced below three men, it can no longer hold objectives, but it can contest. And so what page is that on in the pack that you're looking at? Uh, page 10. Page in the box. 10. In objective slash victory. Below okay, there it is. So it, there's additional conditions here then. Okay. For claiming well, the objectives. So Soviet tank hunters, which can be four guys and four deploy. Yeah. Or scout squads. Or scout squads. Or scout yeah. squads. Scout squads yeah. yep. Up Which to seven, seven guys. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can be on them. Okay, uh, so, yeah, so this scenario on their version of timely objectives, not their, this version of timely objectives, you have to have three or more men to claim. Yep. So. 
that's uh, yeah, 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 I hate it when you change those things. Is that only for this scenario? Uh, let me scroll up. Uh, objective victory for key positions. Uh, you just have to hold more opponents, and so and there's the note specifically points to um, the objectives that is scored for that one. So it's just this one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's just uh, mm-hmm. just time of objectives. So. Uh, that has to be tweaked. Oh, for deployers can't start on objectives. That's interesting. Right Vehicles thing. cannot contest objectives on this mission. Yeah, that's also a, feels like a different change. Yeah, but, to, okay. once you once you once you get on top of it, um, you, a group of Kubel wagons can't run up and contest a bunch of objectives <laughs> right. all at once. No, I, I, I had I that happen to yeah. me once. It was a really good play by um, Zorbix. So Ryan. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, it's a lot of a lot of changes to your mission there, Jeff. I, most of them are good. Forward deploying should not be allowed. Yeah, I mean, if it, I sadly yeah. agree. If a well. team or infantry section is reduced, if, if it's not allowed, um, then I'm not as happy about the preparatory bombardment either. So, because if, wow, if you get unlucky and you just can't get out there as quickly, and, and the other person gets clear of pins or gets lucky and doesn't have any pins they can advance a lot more quickly than you can, even if you're both getting preparatory bombarded. So it's a little, I mean, it's it's part of it, you know. Right. It's kind yeah. of how war can go, but, eh. Yep, but that's timely objectives currently. Interesting. Hopefully that one gets updated. Yeah, it could use a few changes. Nuts, this one is literally nuts. Yeah, right. I was just like, I'm trying to remember this one. I know we've played, I know I've played this one before. I've seen it before. So the table quarters, uh, an objective is placed within the quarter and one in the center, mm-hmm. and and take more than the other one. So it's like it's like a modified sectors because you have an objective rather than just sectors. All oh, right, you just don't count for anything. Your opponents is right. Is that this one? Basically, you're trying to take your opponent's side, correct? Or does it even matter? No, no. Nope. You just, just hold control five objectives. Yeah, just yeah. hold more objectives than your opponent. Right, so hold your two and then try and take There's the one center one. There's one in each one. quarter and one in the center. Right. If you hold three, then you win. Right. Yes. Yep. Uh, I remember this one a little bit. It's the next one that I'm just like, why Tricky did shoot. this one? I, yeah, what is this someone one? must really like this one. I don't I don't understand this one. It, it's, it's a kill point and objective. So you get points for killing and there's objectives. So there's three objectives. Uh, so this is the one where yours and your quarters were the zero. The one in your, uh, the objective in the center is worth three, and the one in the opponents is worth five, and every unit killed is worth one. I mean, lots of math, but I kind so of yeah, so yeah, kind so of like so you the have, You've got quarters, you've got, so you have half the board, and you're, in, you're, you're one quarter of the board. And your opponent's in the opposite diagonal, and there's an objective in each of those plus the center, and you get a point for each kill, plus you get a point for the center and your opponent's quarter. Nothing for yours, but you have to protect yours because it's worth five to your opponent. Mm-hmm. Right. I. And there's no outflanking on this one. There's no preparatory bombardments. It's a lot of math. I'm okay with this one. It's just a lot of math. I like this one. Yeah. I th- I, th- I actually kind of like the combination of kill point and objective. Like I think that that's a like in this in this particular like pack of scenarios, it's kind of a nice scenario. But I I don't know if I'd put it last personally. But um, 
I don't know. It's just a nice change of deployment zones. Well, it's not last. There's one more. Oh, there's one more. Yeah, that's, this is only five. That's the middle of the second day. I, I just, I like, I like alternative deployments. I like combination of different ways of winning the game. Mm-hmm. I think it's, that's a good, a good scenario. It seems like they like, there is a lot of math. You might need to bring a calculator, Pat. <laughs> it's, it's one for each <laughs> dice. And then I know, Jim's just being a smart It's ass. okay. We'll, we'll be I, okay. I, I was going to say, during the break, I went and upgraded my phone, so. <laughs> nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, God, what a pain in the ass this. It turns out that <clears throat> last time I got a new phone was before the pandemic, so. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. What do you mean? That was just last year. <laughs> what, what do we call it? The COVID hole? Yeah, the COVID, the COVID hole. Add three. Add three. Just add three. Just, there was a leap year in there. Oh, my COVID hole. <laughs> yeah, put a, put a mask over that, huh? Yeah. All right, and then sectors is the last one. Yeah. Do they change yeah. anything about this crazy-ass scenario? It is the looks, book. Looks pretty scenario. It looks pretty standard. All right, cool. Not a, not a bad um, way to finish a long two days of gaming, probably. No, I mean I like kill point. I like, it's not meeting like engagement, the, uh, but it's pretty yeah. close. I like ending with meeting engagement, just from a, like a brainless, yeah. like don't have to think too hard about this anymore. Yeah. yeah. So they, I mean, it seems like they've simplified the wins and losses a little bit. Um, yeah, well, they don't do major minors over there. Right, they're just doing straight up. You win. Yeah, you it's lose. just it's just you win or you lose, you draw, and that's that's it. And the draws are a very fine line. Mm-hmm. Sure, and draws I think, are tough to be. Yeah, and, and wins are, are heavily favored over a draw. Mm-hmm. Yep, I, I think that's fine, and especially in a team based scenario or team based tournament, like having it be so simplified is okay, right? I think if you had a two day whatever this is there's 16 teams so that's uh what is that uh a lot 78 players <laughs> or lot. something like that um that's a lot of players actually holy shit um <clears throat> 48 I, I, my 48 i did the math i carried, a, carried a number you very did wrong a factorial on that one somewhere no i carried like the i, I carried the three carried somehow the six, that was the i don't know i was that, like very confused damn imperial system yes <laughs> if i could switch to metric it'd be better um <laughs> oh boy but even so, like you're right, then more granular is better. But this being a team based a team based tournament that probably works just fine. Yeah. Secondary objectives are going to matter, maybe, to some. Yes, it will. Yes, hopefully, they will. I mean, if you do a win loss draw across your round, then the secondary objectives are going to be what decides it. Yep. Agreed. So. I gotta, I gotta get into drills. I gotta start playing games. Yeah, you do. Starting this week, I think, I think uh, Ian offered me a game this week. I have to take him up on that. Yeah, nope. I'll probably be watching. Start pumping iron, man. Oof. Like get the the Rocky theme song going yeah. in the background. Chasing chickens <laughs> around, you know. <laughs> Running up the stairs. Running up and down the, the stairs of the Legion, back and forth. That's just kind of weird. Just in the corner, rolling dice. Like, <laughs> a... No, dang it! It's only one six. Ah, gotta go again. I rolled thir- 13 dice. How come I only got one six? Oh, so out of practice. Yeah, because that's how that works. <laughs> <laughs> totally how that works. Totally how that works. Uh, right. I mean, it's cool that they got the... I mean, I think that it's good that they got the scenario packet out early. Mm-hmm. Like it, I like that. There's, there's nothing off the wall too much here. I mean, if, I mean, if this didn't show up until we walked in, 
and we saw timely objectives the way that it is, we'd be like, like oof. This is not how this works. This is or, not how oh, any or, rather, or rather, hey, maybe this is something you might want to change. Not necessarily this isn't how it works, but, you know, to give them a little bit of feedback. And also practice, you know, because the more you're, you're ready to, and prepared to play, then the less, the less likely it is that you're going to let other interpretations uh, push you around, so to yes. speak, or how things are being played. Nope, this is how it is. Because you, you have the pack, you've read it, you know what, what and everyone has it too. So. Yep. It, it is nice that the, the feedback that's been coming in has been, he's been responsive to it. And again, time and time again, he's like, you know, this isn't my tournament. This is your guys' tournament. How do you want it to play out? How do you want it to run? Yeah. You know, yeah, there has been some, there has been some times where majority rules and there's been some times like, now nah, guys, I want this. And they go, oh, okay, Russ, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> So not entirely your tournament. Since right. Sometimes well, I mean, it might be a little bit He's still hosting news. it, so he's still organizing it, so he should. Well, expect, sure. You know, if all of our votes counted as .5, his could count as three, and that's okay. <laughs> it's, uh, I, and so many years ago, when my kids were still children, um, they were very involved in sports. And similar to, you know, your tournaments for, for baseball and all the rest of it, we had many tournaments for basketball. And I was part of the of the basketball association here in Wyzetta. And so we always hosted a travel tournament for all of the teams in the metro area and from around the state. And when we went through and, and put those brackets together, the folks that were responsible for those brackets, you know, there wasn't necessarily home cooking, but, it, you know, those brackets were put together intentionally for, for different kinds of things. And so, yep. um, you know, because you're, you're putting in all the work to do, to do all of that and, and that kind of stuff, it, it was our tournament, and we were able to host it and run it the way that we wanted to. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of part of the privilege of, of putting it all on and, and doing that kind of stuff. So, yep. yeah, like like you said, you know, setting the pools. Like he doesn't want to set up for like, I mean, for us going to Bug Eater and playing the same people. All right, let's all go to England and play the same people. Oh, you mean they, Ireland? <clears throat> that too, but the, or, or yeah. Germany. They don't necessarily yeah. want to do that, right. you know, and, then, and so that's their their thought of like you know everyone who's in that yeah. region is let's split them up between the pools so they don't have to play the same players. Yeah, I mean it, it is a bit of a trade off, and so you, you you maybe do sacrifice a little bit in order to gain in, in a different area, and so you know as much as I enjoyed playing Jeff, that wasn't the highlight of my WTC weekend. <laughs> Same, yeah. So. Yeah, because you could play him any Thursday you wanted to. Yeah. You don't have to go to, so. to Europe to do that. But, I mean, this time around... Um, or do you? We're going to... last time you guys played? In Europe. Yeah, in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't know. So, I, I mean, for us, it'll be the least of our worries because everyone we play will most likely be a new player for us. So Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's not a, It's not an issue I would dying a hill for it, but I think it's just an interesting like you said it's their host they're hosting it but it's also like sometimes you gotta just let the randomness fall where it is mm-hmm. and yeah not not always set it up best for your for your home team advantage well, if that's a know. wise man once said there's no such thing as coincidence just plans other people didn't tell you about <laughs> well that's a, yeah I mean that's exactly what I'm saying um but regardless, like you said, it's not four teams. It's not like they're stacking every deck. It's there's sure. yep. two pools that have an opportunity, and it's not like they're. I would not say any one team is probably stand out, kick ass better than everyone else. I think it's probably very 
evenly competed. I don't well, think that there's USA snafu naturally. Obviously. Well, I'm not yeah. playing, so you're probably way better off already. We're we're standing not, out. Not but way you are. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. We'll be standing out in the that. field. We'll be standing out in the field <laughs> after day one doing something field. else. Yeah. 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 yeah, something like that. So like and that. I mean. And the fact that the behind the barn. the fact that the scenarios are out already, everyone has their hands on them. I mean, it's all out there. We all know kind of how it works and that kind of stuff. So these they're not really holding anything back necessarily. So I'm right. I'm pretty pleased with this so far. Just remember, your your infantry can only um, benefit from one lieutenant at a time or colonel. Oh, also that they benefit from themselves too. They give themselves they their bonus. Benefit from themselves. That's pretty big. Even if they're in hmm. a transport and out flank, they do benefit yep. from that. Yeah. Well, on their thing. on their test for sure. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, that's a thing now. Rumor has it there's FAQ coming out, so, so could who be knows, yeah. could be gone. Who knows? It could be like flamethrowers all of a sudden again automatically do a test no matter who you are. I don't know. Well, I mean, I, I personally can't wait for the much needed buff to the Japanese. So, right. Yeah. <laughs> An- another one, you mean? Well, well someone's yeah. got to challenge the British, right? Yeah, they're clearly the most underpowered army. I mean. And the Americans. I mean, the Americans are, are doing pretty well. So. Barely above it. Yeah. Well, maybe the FAQ will, will give some more uh, units to the Soviets. <laughs> we need a new form sure. of Gurkha. The Soviet Gurkha. Hmm. Don't, they, don't they kind of already have them? Well, maybe, we, maybe we're probably done for the night. <laughs> You're right. Fine. Um, I'm interested. We'll, I'm sure we'll talk more about this before that happens. So we've got a couple months. We've got at least a month and a half before we figure out what the hell our lists are. So sure. Yeah. Well, after the discussion, I've got to make a change to mine. So <laughs> perfect. I have, I have a medic in my list, and I had two stretcher carriers because I thought be, that'd be a cheeky way to to claim an objective. Yeah, so, that works. But medics don't claim objectives. Oh, crap, I had three. Oh, shit. Oh, you're right. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's still not a bad unit, but if that's all you were using it for, then, yeah, they'd probably better off fighting something. Well, I mean, there's some there's some veteran squads running around that kind of benefit from it as well, but it was, yeah. it was mostly I'm just trying to put as many unit-claiming un- um, objective-claiming yeah. units yeah. together as I can. Yep. Sure. So, and if they're all fanatics, they're going to be really hard to shift. So, I'm yep. trying to get to five. So, I think I got like twelve in my list. So, jeez, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, cool. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to kind of having more conversation about this. I am sure you guys will divulge all your secrets to everyone before your lists are due. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Um, well, why wouldn't we? Yeah. Who are we afraid of? Um, nothing, honestly. Yeah, I, I mean, think we're, I'm going there to have fun. Yeah, we're pretty honest deal. about yeah. how shit we are at the game, so it's, it's like we're, we're not really afraid of it. We talk about it all the time. <laughs> yeah, good point. All right. Well, uh, well, I'm looking forward to those conversations. Oh, no, uh, we're going to be exposed for exactly who we say we are. <laughs> oh, no, I'm going to expose right. myself. Wait, no, wait. Son of a bitch, not again. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, we'll we'll talk about how bad we are in the future. Uh, Pat, let's let's go. Let's go to bed. It's time to go to bed already. Whoa, whoa, was that an invitation? No, 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 no. Everyone in their own perspective. Ooh, I like your bedroom voice. Yeah, me too. We're talking about taking a picture uh, of my belly before, so you know. Not, not yours. No. It's just everyone else's. Eyes front, guys. 
Yeah, well, that's not a problem. <laughs> this is Snafu over and out. Have a good night, guys. <laughs> good night, everybody. Good night, guys. Let's go.